Part 5 of Fate and Flame. Small disclaimer here. Uh, multiple times throughout this episode, I refer to it as episode 29. That is incorrect. This is episode 28, and I do apologize for that. This is again episode 28, not 29. Welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart episode- I actually didn't check, but you know what? It's D&D time and it's been three weeks since we've seen everyone and including my cast members is episode 29! And uh, man, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here and hello chat. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. Um, I haven't talked to, to everyone in quite some time, but I'm gonna have Rob do the most talking right now before Lana gets even sleepier because I want him to tell me about his travel and his trip and how it feels to be uh, in London for almost a week now. So uh, talk to me, bud. It's definitely not London. Oh, well, I no, no, no. It's like way north of London, buddy. They okay. Okay. can understand people in London. I'm in like... Oh. <laughs> I'm in like Mackham territory, baby. You know the you know the town in um in Hot Fuzz where they mm -hmm. just can't understand. Yeah, it, it's yes. almost there. Almost. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do they have geese running around? Is there a wild goose that is terrorizing? There's a lot everyone? of seagulls, but there probably are geese. Okay. There are probably geese yeah. as well. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So how do you, are you enjoying it? Is it fun? Is oh, it awesome? Yeah. It's it's. I have a normal relationship for the time being. It's it's nice. Aces. It's dope. Nice, man. Your um, cat turned into a dog, though. My cat must did be, turn into a dog. That must a be terrifying. Very loud, snorty dog who is sleeping now, but we'll see. Uh, hmm. So just so everyone knows, uh, the time difference means it's uh, midnight mm -hmm. where Rob is. Uh, so Rob will be trying to be quiet so people can sleep around his location. And uh, that's just, you know, heads up. I'm, I'm going to have a balance of uh, respectful, quiet, and entertaining showmanship. So, you know. Yes. Content. We're going to have a lot of physical comedy. Sorry, podcasters. No, no, no. <laughs> um, also, sorry about the mic quality. I think I broke my mixer today. <laughs> so I'm on a headset mic. Uh it's pretty good, man. I'm, yeah, it's, hers yeah. is hers is great. I, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it was her birthday present. So <laughs> guess I picked a pretty good present. It's it's like you were thinking ahead of this eventuality. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it thrills me that my headset that um is wireless and uh, twice as expensive sounds like mm -hmm. I'm on a phone call. Yeah, um, but mm -hmm. hers sounds crystal clear. It's wonderful. It's great. Wires, man. Feels Wires. Great. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's it. Well, thank you, Rob. I'll, I'll, you can, so we don't wake Lana and we'll, we'll be quiet for the time being. <clears throat> so, uh, Miss Simply Jackson, I see you've gotten back into uh, another MMO. We decided to take a break from the Final Fantasy 14. Uh, why, why stop? Why stop? I don't know, man. I think MMOs are my content now. Frankly, just are they? Everybody's really nice and accepting and eager to help teach you and stuff. So, uh, yeah, still a lot of Final Fantasy content coming, but uh, a smattering of Guild Wars 2 content. I also played Dead by Daylight yesterday to try to help smash my anxiety about Dead by Daylight because I love okay. watching it. I, oh. I'm very easily scared and I run around right. like a chicken with my head cut off. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to force myself 
to hang out with my community playing this game and I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. So maybe some of that when I'm, my anxiety chills out about it again. <laughs> yeah. Was it also I haven't played it cuz I'm also very uh, scared very easily and like mm. people want me to play DVD and I'm like mm. I've never had any desire to play DVD much less it's scary. So it's like very is it scary? Yeah. Is it fun? It's fun in the it's way so that like Overwatch is fun. It, you're gonna okay. have some matches that are really fun and you're gonna have some matches that you're like why are you so thirsty you know so mm. that's just mm. how it goes I had, I had a match with a pyramid head killer where i was running from him went to pull a pallet down so it'll slam so it locks off the space between me and him pulled it down in front of me instead of behind me so i turn around and he's just standing there like right next to me and he hits me and i just stand there and point like go go away instead of running from him and he just like yeah. stood there and then i stood there and then he was like okay and he was like away. <laughs> 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 then the rest of the match i was like engaging with his like abilities so that he got yeah. points and then he was engaging with our stuff so we got points and so some of the matches like that where they're like not concerned with just killing everybody immediately and they're just like let's just like level up together pretty much because it is like, oh, okay. a rank based on like engagement level up not just not like you know cod where it's just get as many kills and assists and you win kind of thing i figured so. it was that that's no. that's how i view no, i it's oh interesting engagement no you do have some of the people who are just like i've got all four of them you know so. yeah i thought but, i thought that was the goal I, I thought that was the thing it's overall the goal but in order to actually advance in the game you really need to like play the system and like get oh. as many points for stuff kind of thing which is interesting fine because the higher tiers when you watch people who are playing higher tiers they like it's a puzzle about how to how to get everything done how to engage with the right players how to engage with the killer like who does what next and that it's like chess at that point in the game which is really fun yeah i feel like i'm way too small brain for this now Me i would too. just run around and be panicky <laughs> most After of the like time six hours i was just like <laughs> it's like i'm just running i'm just running yeah that, that yeah excellent but, good yes yeah. But you, so you're back at Guild Wars, and also side note, just for like, can you bump up just a little bit on your volume? Yeah, sorry. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So why? I know you were playing Guild Wars before, and you're really enjoying it. It's just, is it just the community that brought you back to it? Yeah, uh, I was. I really enjoyed it before. Uh, I got to a point in the game where the class that I chose was too hard for what okay. I was trying to do, and I wasn't enjoying it enough to push through, and I got frustrated. Like live on stream was just like, I, I can't do this, and like quit and went to go play something else kind of thing and then gave myself a month break there's definitely people in the community who still play who are very like into the game and warm yeah. and welcoming still so when i was like i might come back but i'm definitely making a new character to like just like wipe my brain from like the stuff i was dealing yeah, with with like, not knowing the right rotation and like not feeling the best like damage and all that kind of stuff new class way better had a great time you know so sometimes it just takes like a small adjustment on like what you've chosen to do as a player in a game to be like okay it's a new concept now and i can understand it because like for some reason the class i played was just like let me pick the most puzzling convoluted <laughs> bullshit ever good <laughs> so, yes yes i like complicated things yeah. thank you i mean i'm the person who rolls a healer and tank in any mmo anyways so i like mm -hmm. i like having the hard game but it was a really hard game and i was like <laughs> i don't i can't I'm just gonna go easy mode now. Bye. <laughs> That's sometimes it's nice, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just nice to be to be easy mode. Yeah. Um, I, I've enjoyed this part. I'm just. I mean, 
we've almost done 30 episodes of Alderheart, and we've gone from Simply Jackson coming back to streaming mm. to you streaming a variety of different games, and now you're an MMO streamer. We've evolved through many different stages already, and it's it's been very nice to watch. Yeah, so. it's funny because like you know, I grew up playing MMOs, so that's that's like the spine of my gaming career, and it's like mm -hmm. I you know. If it's rewarding, and I think a lot of people are looking for genuine like group content and contact right now with everything going on, so that's been really great. Like a lot, and like all the MMOs are dropping solid content right now, so like why yeah. not? You know, so it's been really good. Highly encourage you guys to come play um, Final Fantasy and Guild Wars with me. That's all I'm saying. I'll babysit. If you were on the same world that I was. I know. God, I know. Unbelievable. No, I did re-download Guild Wars too. Wait. There's no data center, or there's no world on that one. Just saying. Yep. Just go play the game. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm the big cat thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lady May, how have you been? It's been three weeks. I mean, I've seen you in chat, but like, how, how have you been? What's up? What's going on? It's a lot of questions. Um, yes. Since I have time blindness, I don't remember what I've done the last three weeks other than. Fish and craft in Final Fantasy 14. Yes! Oh my god. All I see is like pictures of your time in Final Fantasy 14 and little just like Lala stuff all the time. And I'm like, you must be having you must be having fun. It's yeah. good. Yeah, good. Carson in his little reindeer jammies, tomato tomato, and I'm bell pepper. And uh yeah, we go on little adventures together. It's good. Have you have you finished the like ARR stuff or are you just focusing on like all the crafting things currently? We've got to the point of like before the patches of ARR. Okay. So right. like we're not completely we're not up to heaven sword yet, but we're mm -hmm. kind of like But you finished like the main story portion of the yeah. 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 I just finished that pretty recently too. There's a lot of t stuff in between Evansward and the end of that story stuff that I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> it's a lot of running around again and like talking to people and delivering things. It's like, all right. That's part of the game they cold down though, so. <laughs> I, I, that's what they said. They were like, yeah, there's only 80 of these quests now rather than the like whatever hundred and something it was. It's like, this is, it's since there's 80? Why? I don't understand. Yeah. So me grinding stuff, I was like, this is. I do it like once a week now because I can't handle doing anything more, doing any more than that. Oh gosh. Um, what's your Fisher level? Do you know? It's in the seventies. Whoa, that is huge. My wow. Fisher minor are both mid seventies. And I think mm -hmm. my, no, my botanist is mid seventies. My Fisher I think is like just 70 or like 69. That's insane. That's and such I got high... all my crafters into like the low 50s. I have uh, just my Dragoon, and they're just 55, and that's it. I've leveled literally nothing else, and... I did get to level 50 of Dragoon on my own. Nice. But then I was up, up to 48, and Carson had done some... Because I don't like dungeons. I don't like the grindy aspect of the dungeons and stuff like mm -hmm. that. That's just not me. But, like, you know, Carson and our friends were, were doing them, so, like, I was suddenly locked out of some of the quests and I couldn't yeah. do them with them. So I'm like, well, this is not fun. And then it just was taking forever just to go from 48 to 50. So I may have bought um, 
the the upgrade to level 70. Nice, yes! Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to worry about things yep. for a while. I'm good. Yep, good, excellent, very I can good just idea. Go things. Yeah, I just poke them with a spear now, and we're good. We're happy. Yes, good time. Well, thank you, and glad to see you back. <sighs> Malaveth, it's been a while. It's hot where you are, apparently. It's toasty. Uh, it's toasty, yeah? How have yeah. you been for the last three weeks? What's up? How you doing? We went outside. I we Yes, yes. Camping, I believe? Yeah, I made a fire. Whoa! Yeah. That's that awesome. Like, from, did you, did you use, like, lighter fluid, or did you, like, how did you, how did you make your fire? A napkin from the car. Okay. And, you know, one of those lady sticks the... Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, one of those. And then just logs it. And it just, and it just worked. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, I've never, most of the time mine just go and they fizzle out, and that's it. And then I, you know, that's the end. I mean, it fizzled out, but I ran out of wood. So I just I was going and finding a bunch of twigs to keep it going till <laughs> till he brought back more firewood. It was a whole thing. And then it was cold, but I lived. <laughs> That's great. Oh my gosh. Um, did you ever count how many mosquito bites you had? Yeah, I <clears> think <throat> on both of my legs there's somewhere around thirty. Nice. Yeah. How itchy are you? Very. Sometimes <laughs> I accidentally itch. Like I run across something with my leg and I accidentally uh -huh. itch it and then I'm itching it for the next 15 minutes. Bed. So aggravating. Bed. Well, did you enjoy the, the camping portion of it? Yes, it was very yeah. nice. Nice. It's good to get away sometimes. That is, that is nice. Yeah. Is nice. Did hiking okay. and stuff. It was good. Hiking and stuff. Wow. Yeah. We really were outside. There's a whole lot it's of outside stuff. <laughs> Good, good. Glad to have you back. Um, so it's been a while, and I am very interested in this. Do you guys want to roll for recap? Mm hmm. Doesn't Let's matter do what that. we say, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll fill in the gaps as needed. Um, but I do, I just want to see. <laughs> it's been a while. I want to see how much we remember. Um, and you know we'll we'll go from there. The important things I think you guys have, which is what's happening now. So we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Pez with a three, Lucky with a ten, Eli with an eight, Dagonet with a five. I rolled a nine, which means uh, Eli or Lucky. <clears throat> so Lucky is one, Eli is uh, two. There it is. That's the two. Congratulations. Oh man. What do you remember, my friend? Where the hell am I? Uh, I had to remember his accent, first of all. Um, well, we managed to find our way into the... Uh, what is essentially the training hall, the, the trials for tenders. Uh, this time without me taking a very, very cold bath, uh, which was much appreciated. It turned out we needed to work our way through some puzzles, which definitely would have been a little more helpful had uh, we had Tever with us, but we may do. Uh, we completely remembered that Oddwald was with us at all times, 
and relied very heavily on his wisdom. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face with that. All you guys did was yell at him the whole time. Just yelled at him, poor Oz. It's literally, it's a comment on the YouTube about how poorly you guys treated us. <laughs> I'm supposed to be advocating for him, and I fucking... Oh, I, I, it's so I, I, good. I'm not, I'm not helpful. Oh, it's so good. Now... <clears throat> yes, please continue. We managed to pass a few trials. Uh, there were gargoyles. There were just an entire... There was an entire chamber of fire traps, which Lucky expertly, expertly bypassed. And we came upon a chamber at the end of all this that contained what I'm hoping is our final test. Uh, a, a wise, large tree creature of some sort by the name of Oakenheart, I believe. Oakheart, yeah. Oakheart. <clears throat> and, uh, well, they want to test our metal. And by God, we're going to do our best. Yeah. And that was an excellent summary of where you guys have been uh, for the past couple of episodes here. <clears throat> I think the, the easiest way for us to do this is we just do the, the transition once again. The tunnel that you are walking into transitions into a room that's been magically shaped from the earth beneath the grow. The floor is made of black cobblestones shaped from a layer of volcanic rock. Breaking through the stones is a line of three great trees. Each tree appears to be blackened and charred with leaves of flame and bark that glows like embers. The tree in the middle is the largest, and its roots tangle outward in a great mass. Suddenly, the great tree at the back of the room quivers. Its bark shifts to reveal an eyes and mouth. Its long branches twist into hands and roots become large feet. So I am to receive guests. How long has it been? The creature creaks. You do not look like tenders. A test is in order then. And so we find ourselves back in the cavern, beset on all sides by these great trees. Uh, the first turn was taken by Lucky who turned around and decided to yell at Oddwald, I believe turning themselves into Oddwald to do so? Yeah, yeah, using some minor illusion, or uh, to, I, what is it called? Self-illusion? Disguise self, there we go. The hat of disguise self uh, to turn themselves into Oddwald and then yell at him about being a coward. Uh, yeppers. Uh, Pez ended up lighting up the room uh, with some of these, you see these green lights on the map here. <clears throat> for everyone else, and it looks like our two fighters, our cleric and our fighter, are... had They have readied themselves for the things to come. It is now Oakheart's turn. The great charred tree in the back of the room, finally, after, you know, putting everyone on, in, in a time loop for three weeks. Oakheart, of course, advances. He engages with both of our heroes here, and he also does one other thing. He puts his long, thick branched arms to the side and you see as this fiery light extends outwards from them, bringing the two trees to the side also to life. And I'll go ahead and roll their initiative here separately. Oakheart will then 
Makes two slam attacks. He will slam one down on our uh, on our fighter here <clears throat> with a 27. And another slam comes down. Another 27 for the cleric. 18 fire damage for the first, 16 for the second. And so, battle has begun. Uh, going back into the top of the turn order here, we have another tree. And this animated tree that has been brought to life is going to, I think, lumber. Let's see how far can he go here. Yep, 30 feet. Uh, it's hard because he, he would have to squeeze past if he was going to go this way. So, I think what they're going to do... Yep. All right, Pez. They're coming. They're coming. But I don't think they make it to you on this particular turn. Unless they decide to dash. So they're going to go ahead and just use their action to dash. And now they are engaged fully with Pez. Pez, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I was just going to chill in the back. Um... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna run. Uh, the, okay. The, the. Um. So you can use your action to disengage if you would like to, so you don't incur an attack of opportunity, or you can risk the attack of opportunity. That is up to you. I'm going to disengage. Okay. So that leaves you with your movement and your bonus action remaining. I'm gonna run over by. What's my movement speed? How do I play this? Uh, I believe it is 25 because all of you are small yes. animals. 25. Uh, so uh, I think it, it can make it by a Dagony. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Dagony okay. Is yeah. Dagony is big. Um, that does help. So that was your action, your movement. You do still have a bonus action if you would like to utilize it. I'm gonna throw a bardic inspiration on Dagonet. You got it. You're big, bigger than these tree guys. Just wood. Yeah, absolutely. Beat up the tree guys. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Oddwald is in the back. Oddwald has just been yelled at. Oddwald is cowering back here. Uh, Oddwald still has his manacles on, I believe. Is that correct? It's been three weeks, so he um, ostensibly can't do anything. So he's gonna retreat up these stairs here and hide behind this column and as he does so he yells back to the odd wall double that we now have I'm, I'm sorry I, I can't do anything and he like just holds he holds up his manacles he's a wizard I can't and he runs and retreats behind the pillar Dagonet it is now your turn you have one tree in front of you and it looks like sooner or later you're going to be beset on all sides here I think this trial's uh, stacked against us. Eh? He's gonna heavy sigh at the flaming tree in front of him and mm -hmm. and uh, take a spear and try and gouge it. Absolutely, go for it. Yeah. Twenty-four. Uh, yep, absolutely hits. It is. Ju it's just a big tree. It's not moving anywhere. So you slam your spear into the tree bark here. But it's tree bark. Your spear meets solid resistance, and it doesn't seem like you get very deep with that strike. I see how it is. He's... But I need to make sure, just in case, and he's gonna second attack poke him again. 
Yeah, go for it. 23 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll some damage. Yeah, we're prying the, the, the spear out of the bark and slamming it back in, trying to get it a little deeper. You you do deal a little bit more damage here with the eight piercing, but like you, like I said, it's like you're chipping away bark from the tree. It just keeps, you know, coming off in, in slabs, but it doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot of damage. Hmm. But, but yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Um. Sounds good. Eli. You got a flaming tree in front of you and another one behind you. What do you want to do? Ooh, sure do. Um, I, I'm i going to go ahead and guess the answer is probably not. Uh, okay. But I believe I used protect from fire or protect from energy on Lucky for... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that should still be active because I believe it's an, it's an hour, hour long of concentration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and give you a, a little marker here for concentration so we don't forget it. But yes, I, okay. I do remember that. Okay. More like a brain. I need a brain marker because you're thinking real hard. Big brain. Big brain. Big brain. Okay. Well, that oh, rolls. that being said, then please roll me uh, a concentration Ooh, check. Yeah, good, good call. Yeah. So it's a constitution saving throw. That sort of determines what I'm going to do next here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, you save. Perfect. Okay. So what I will do then uh, is I will go ahead and... That's interesting. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and spiritual weapon. We all knew what was happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be we best move in the game. Happening. Yeah. Best move in the game. I, yep. The fact that it's not concentration just... It's so ridiculous. I That's love it. That's an autocast for me, baby. All right. Uh, so you have the token now, right? So you're able to uh, yes. maneuver that. Perfect. Uh, spiritual weapon in 18 definitely hits. So go ahead and roll me some okay. damage. Uh, sorry. Oh, there he is. Uh, let's put him here. I feel like I need to like take that token and give it a red outline or something. Something yeah, to like, differentiate. It very... It's very... Oops. Yeah. It was an accident. I'm just Actually, here we go. Ah, we'll mark we it go. with a red dot. Okay, perfect. Uh, damage. It's 11 force. 11 force damage. Yeah, and we watch as the, the, the bark seems to just be drilled away as the rapier slams into uh, to Oakheart here. Uh, gouts of fire come outwards. Uh, it's very warm in this location. It, much like the ash snakes before, you realize that as the more you bore into these fire creatures, the more their heat escapes, and it becomes more and more dangerous to be near them. But it is a, it's well struck, and you both note that uh, the, the three of you that are around here that it was much more effective using the rapier than it was with the the spear. Do, hmm. Stop me if this is too meta. Okay. Do I get the feeling that if I stay here for a turn, it's going to become too hot for me to bear? Um, you you can, you guys have fought multiple ash snakes now, and it feels very similar in the way that that heat is exuding. Um, Oakheart is not at the point where there's that much heat coming off. You're you're feeling warm. You're sweating, especially Dagonet and all of the armor and stuff. But it has not gotten to the point where you're feeling hurt by it. Um, yeah. depending on a, it, it, it depends on how much damage is done between now and your next turn, whether or not that will, that triggers. 
Okay. That's the the meta answer for that. Fair enough. Then yeah, I think Eli would um would go ahead and uh take the take the old quarter staff out and uh well You've got some interesting items in there that you might want to think about. I don't know that he would I don't know that he would have the quarter staff at this point. Yeah. That's true. You've you've have multiple other weapons now. I know, yeah. Uh, he's gonna take the mace and uh, whack with the mace. Ugh. It's a nine. Yeah, a nine. Uh, it just it the mace it, it just doesn't get through the thick bark. Mm. It's turned away. Um, it kind of just bounces off. If you've ever taken a stick to a tree in the woods, it doesn't really do anything. Uh, but yeah, you still have your your movement remaining if you want to do anything with it. But other than that, I believe that's the turn. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna keep engaged. Okay, sounds good. Lucky. You're at the back here, looking like Oddwald. The camera flows past Eli here after the the shivering of his arms on the club uh, uh, of the mace against Oakheart here. What do you want to do, Oddwald Jr.? Uh, Lucky is going to uh, pull out an arrow, do his little magical whispers on it, uh, and cast Hail of Thorns. Yeah, okay. At level two. Okay, yeah, big cast. Yeah, which means it's just an extra D10 if it gets full, if he doesn't make his deck save, mm-hmm. if I land the hit, so. Gotta land it first, right. And he goes, in an Oddwald voice, he's like, I'm gonna get, um. <laughs> the best Oddwald impression that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and he pyo pyos this tree that's clearly coming right in its direction. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember, I think you have Hunter's Mark on uh, Oakheart now, if you wanted to move your Hunter's Mark with your... Oh, that was a bonus oh, action. You yeah, cast that Hail of Thorns is a bonus, yeah. Okay. But it'd be 19, I think, so... Yes, 19 is fine. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Okay, first damage. Ten. Yeah, 10 piercing damage uh, in the dexterity saving throw. It's a 15 against What's the my... Hail of Thorns. Okay, let me see. My, yeah, save is 13, I think, so he saves. But he yep. takes half um, the damage, so it's 1d10. 2d10 because slot above first. Yes. So, or be, uh, if, he, if he saves, he'd only take half of it, right? So it'd just be right, a 1d10. So, do 2d10 because <gasps> the potential is that you, if you roll a 20, right, you'll take 10 damage rather than, you know, potentially 5 if you just roll 1d10. Uh, I'm an idiot. Cakes. Yeah. I don't do this stuff. I'm normally big hammer <laughs> We're all remembering how to play the game since it's been three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, see, like that, an 18. So you deal nine points of, of piercing damage here, plus the 10 on top of that. But you do note, as that arrow magically splits in the air to all of these thorns impacting all over the, the tree's body, you're chipping off all of this bark in various different directions. You see little gouts of flame come out, but it mm. that was really powerful, and it doesn't feel like it did enough. Because um, I don't have anything else to hit him with. Uh, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> he's just going to throw back and hit him with the longbow with his extra attack. Yeah, absolutely. 22 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Uh, an 11 more piercing damage. Yeah, okay, that definitely works. And I, uh, so, I imagine he's looking at me, so he's like... And he's gonna, oh, he's definitely looking. He's like, uh, and he's you see, like, the bellows of the, the flame inside of him. I know. He, I, I'm sorry. He's gonna move uh, over here. Let me count out how many I can go. So show. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because I have 30 movement. You have 30 because you're quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I can actually touch my token now. Wow, Leslie. Yeah, and you can get a little bit of cover back here. Hopefully they can't come get you. Right. Probably going to come Yeah, they're like trying to like so. reach around to grab you some way. Maybe you'll um, mistake me for the other for as well. <laughs> For, for everyone at home, um, that was 28, uh, 39 points of damage in one turn from Lucky. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of damage. Uh, unfortunately, all of it being piercing, it seems to have mm -hmm. not done as much as we wanted it to, but that's a lot of damage. Heck yeah. Grats, grats, grats. He can hit, um, he can't survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Lucky, Lucky is big glass cannon energy. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, cool. Even even with it being ineffectual, it does a huge chunk of damage to that creature. Uh, it is Oakheart's turn now. Um, Oakheart is going to, yeah, he's gonna slam down on Dagonet and then one on Eli. That's a 19 on Dagonet, which is no hit, but the Eli one is a 25 for 15 more fire damage. Eli, please do make me a, constitu or a constitution saving throw for the concentration. Ooh, okay, natural 20 for the con save. You keep you keep your eyes, your your eyes, you keep your brain focused um, and your mind clear even as the creature comes and slams its meaty, beefy flame arms on you. Um, but you do take a, a, a hefty amount of damage there. Um, that's Oakheart's turn. That's all it's gonna do. Uh, this is the, okay. Oh, my other tree ant didn't get added. Oh, no. Okay, well, it's a 14, so he'll go right after Dagonet. There we go. All right. This one here, um, they're slow, lumbering creatures. You know what? I'll, let's see. Let's see how smart this animated tree is. Um, okay, an 11. So he's going to make the, the easier of the two decisions here, which is get right behind Eli and is going to make two attacks uh 27 and 26 uh that is nine bludgeoning damage and another 16 bludgeoning damage I believe Eli that I'm, does I'm bring down. you down yeah 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 um so Eli collapses trapped. to the floor uh unfortunately unable to to withstand the absolute onslaught that had come out from from these tree creatures um yeah, if it had rolled higher, would have chosen Lucky, but it made the dumb decision, which was attack right what was next to it. Um, okay, so Eli, uh, the 16 will just put you at zero, so don't worry about what happens afterwards, so you're just at zero now, okay? Uh, that is the animated tree's do, turn. Do we, do we ever figure out what happens to my weapon? Uh, so it's not concentration. It just lasts how long? A minute. So it so just, just remains floating there. Okay. Mm -hmm. It cool. remains without control until yes. you're. I, I think some people at the tables say that it just disappears because you're not there to use it. But yeah. I don't care if it stays or if it goes okay. or whatever. I, so. I can't remember. I feel like this has come up once before and I couldn't remember mm -hmm. what we ended up doing. Okay, cool. Pez, your buddy Eli's on the ground and there's some big old trees. If, so, I don't want Eli to be down, because then they'll go for other people, and I'm other people. Um, if I, if I, can I, 
like stabilize him in some sort. I, I got. Sorry, so, it's been a while, so I have healing word and I have some potions. So healing word is a bonus action spell. It will instantaneously uh-huh. give him health back. He will not make any death saves from here or whatever. Or you can save that if because everyone is safe on the first death save. Right, that's the thing. As long as you don't, you know, a natural one is only two death saves failed. Um, so the first one is always, you know, fine, and unless they get attacked by something. So we'll have to, you know, we'll have to see. Um, so he'll instantly come back to consciousness. The potions you will have to run over there and use an action to put a potion in his mouth and stroke Eli's gullet to make sure he drinks it all, uh, and then he will be revived that way. Uh, you can also stabilize by going over there and making a medicine check, uh, if you would like to, with your action, and that will stabilize him from death saves, but will not bring him back. I'm not going over there. I'm going to use Healing Word. Okay, yes. Healing Word is very strong. You can bring someone back away from you at 60 feet. So go ahead oh. and roll me Healing Word. Um, I believe even though it's a bonus action, you can cast higher level. If you feel like casting higher level, I don't know what you have remaining right now on your character sheet. And that would heal him the additional numbers if I cast with a higher level? Yes, okay. indeed. I'm going to do... Uh, what levels yep. do I have? Okay. Probably have up to two, I think. Okay. Seven. So it'll be ten total because the base was three plus the oh. next seven. Um, so there you go. That'll be ten total hit points granted back to Eli. Eli, uh, Pez yells at you. You feel infused with healing magic, and you are now conscious, though still prone on the ground. Uh, Pez, you, that was a bonus action. You still have your action, uh, and your movement remaining. What would you like to do? Uh, uh... I had a plan. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna do, uh, I I can, I have an action, right? So I can cast another thing. So, generally, you can only cast one spell per turn. I'm going to do that then. Okay. Does... Um, you've got dash, disengage, hide, and dodge uh, as action options that are not attack. If you just, if you needed, uh, you know, something. Uh, if I can't do a spell, I think I'm just going to shoot him. I guess. I do like two points of damage or something. Right. I'm helping. 17? Like crossbow. 17 hits. Seven piercing. That's a good strike, especially for that light crossbow. Um, but you note the same thing that it doesn't seem like it does enough. More bark is chipped off of 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 the body, but it it, it definitely seems like it could have done more. Um, okay. All right, Pez, you gonna stay where you're at? Yeah, Dagonite's bigger than me. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Uh Oddwald. Oddwald notes that things are not going well and sees, well, probably behind some of the bark of the tree here that uh, Eli has gone down. Um, Let's see. Oddwald, what what would you do here, man? How brave are you today? Let's roll for it. I mean, he did get yelled at about not being brave by himself. By his own True. <laughs> True. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, okay. He's going to run, and he's going to jump off this, uh, and he's going to... Well, he has the magical things on, so he can't glide. He can't spread his wings. 
But he will jump down here, and he's going to make a dash action. Um, he's going to run this way. And we kind of, like, see him peeking out from beside this here. And he's looking, and we get, like, the camera shot of him looking down at Eli and, like, panic in his eyes. Um, it, it seems he's going he's gonna to try and do something at some point in time. Uh, okay, Dagonet, it's your turn. There are trees everywhere. Eli's on the ground. First, these dumbass snakes and now the trees. Oh my goodness. He's gonna take a step in closer. Okay. Dropping uh, his spear and whipping out quarterstaff. Okay. And Fiery Boy is gonna whack at him. Oh. Uh, one oh, hand, uh, yeah, dip, okay. Dip, so... dip, 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 dip. Yes. Yes. Bardic Inspiration. Um... Who is this against? Uh, Big one or one? Okay, okay. Uh, even with Bardic Inspiration, you will not be able to get it. Okay, well, he can attack again. Yes, he can. A 10. With Bardic Inspiration, you could probably maybe get it. But gonna, it's up to you. I'm going to try. Okay. It's a 1d6, Pez, is that correct? 1d8. 1d8, okay. Yep. A four just misses against Oakheart here, unable to make any contact. Uh, but I think it, we, we stylize this as, again, like with the mace, the quarterstaff slams into the side of the bark and rebounds off, shaking you in your armor, and it doesn't seem to be doing as much as you want it to. Okay. Um, you have bonus action if you want to use it. I'm going to second wind. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Go ahead and roll. Right in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's just your health hit die um, without the con modifier plus your level. So you are level five. So those would be 11 total hit points returned. Okay. Oh, we did find out, by the way, um, your action surge does not cost a bonus action. You just can do it once a day. So that's a, that's a, another thing as well. Someone called me out in the YouTube comments, and I was like, I will look that up. And they were right. Good. So, all right. Uh, that is Dagonet's turn. Eli, you are conscious and on the ground. What do you want to do, my friend? Eli, mad. Eli probably should be. Eli is going to angrily slam his mace down, get up using it. Mm -hmm. As a uh, as a little, little walking stick, I suppose, and uh, he is going to flick his right arm uh, or his left arm because he's right-handed. Uh, the spiritual weapon's gonna swing. Mm -hmm. uh, Twenty-two definitely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage for the spiritual weapon. Uh, Ten more. Force damage as the spiritual weapon buzzes its way through like a drill into some wood, uh, dealing a significant amount of damage here. You feel the heat begin pouring off um, of Oakheart here as more and more openings have been uh, have been made in his body. You get the feeling that if you stick around uh, in the general vicinity, you will start taking some kind of fire damage. He is going to use his action to heckin' 
disengage. And then okay. make a plan for later next turn. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, make a plan for later. Um, okay, so where plan. are you gonna? Yeah, you're gonna he's head a, that yeah, way. Yeah, he's got a plan. Yeah, yeah. And they just so you can't do get it. up. You do the thing. Heat is now pouring off of 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 Oakard here. Oddwald sees you run that direction. You watch, and we kind of get that look from where Oddwald is. He turns to look at you and see kind of like this relief in his bird, his little uh, crow eyes. Um, but he's, you know, he can't move right now. So, anyways, Eli, good turn. Um, other tree ant. Blur. Hello, Lucky. Say hello to my other tree friend. The best part is I can't see anything because there's no light. So I just, oh. I'm just in the dark now. <laughs> oh, hang on. They, they should be, they should be. Uh, do they emit they, light? Yeah, they do. Okay, well they're not for me. They're not Lucky's doing it. In the dark. <laughs> Hang on. It depends on how we have this page set up, so that could be my fault that it's um No, you're fine. That I was these like, aren't doing the thing. Perfect. Now I see. Yeah, I, I had it on the wrong the wrong so they have two types of, of light right now. Um and so I might have had the wrong one set up. There we go. There we go. That should be all of them now. Nice. Sorry about that, guys. Uh okay. Everyone at home could see everything anyways, but hey. Uh so <laughs> So, this, uh, as the tree comes over, it picks up one of the stones off the ground, just picks up one of the, the loose, um, volcanic stylized tiles and hurls it at you as it walks over, um, for an 11, and then when it gets there, it will slam down one of its meaty, fiery arms, uh, around at you here. Even with your cover, this, this slam attack is going to hit for 11 bludgeoning damage. Uh, but that is its turn. And Lucky, that does mean it is now your turn. What would you like to do here? Uh, uh okay. <laughs> Lucky is... Um, and <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. Knowing it's... Uh, there's... Oh, just, I'll, take, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. Excuse me. And uh, he... Question, DM-wise, never played a ranged yes. character before. Absolutely. Am I still allowed to attack on, on somebody else from farther away? Or is it, it will be at disadvantage because you are actively being harried by someone in your vicinity, right? So, like, we we stylize things in Dungeons and Dragons as like, oh, they make an attack, but everything is always happening simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're what we do is you're dodging everything else or fighting against everything mm -hmm. else. We just happen to say there's one opportunity for them to actually do damage to you. Mm -hmm. um, so, if Second you do question. make a shot, it is. At disadvantage. Yeah, second question. Full action to ready a sword as opposed to already having had my longbow. So the way that drawn. I do for bows is if you toss your bow aside, right? You don't do, you don't put it away. You don't even think of it, but you throw it to the side. You can draw your sword as using your movement. Mm, okay. That's how I've always done it. People do it as actions. I, I like using it as movement instead because it's technically part of you moving as a character. Um, yeah, he's gonna um, toss his bow aside. You say as a, just as your movement? Cool. As part of your movement, yes. <laughs> and he throws it away. Oh, God, I just my book. Um, and then he moves with his bonus action, Hunter's Mark, from Oakheart to this very naughty treant next to him. 
Okay. Um, and he is going to pull his rapier out and yes. attack. Okay. Go ahead and roll for me. <clears throat> that is a natural 20, so that feels pretty good. <laughs> Sweet. Um, go ahead and roll me some damage for that. Okay. And I will move your hunter's mark. I'm going to go ahead and do the hunter's mark first because it takes typing and I hate it. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, and I, can, I should add that at some point in time. But yes. <laughs> You're fine. So um, oh, it's going to be 2d6. Two. Two B, 2d6 for your hunter's mark. So go ahead and do another d6 for me. Sure. Uh, and it's also plus two for uh, dueling. Dueling. Absolutely. Yeah. I forgot. So, geez, Lucky <laughs> is so strong. Um, so he that is... also n- so peak. Yes. <laughs> Morally. Also, uh, yeah, well... <laughs> Well, so that's 24 points of damage here. Um, you strike hard and true, and you watch as the rapier, its thin blade sinks deep into the fiery bark creature in front of you. But when you pull it out and you feel like this little pinprick of heat exuding from the mark, okay, it doesn't seem to have done as much damage as you really wanted it to, but well struck. Lucky looks around, he's like, I don't... he can try it some again with his extra attack. Like, yeah, I can't go for anything. it. No. Uh, a 13 for this creature is not enough to hit. Cool. Yeah, it's not enough to pierce through the, the hard bark hide. Um, but the first get, strike was was very strong. I feel like that scene where the sword, it's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect rapier scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, I think that's everything then, Lucky, huh? All right. Oakheart. Well, Oakheart sees one target in front of him. And so he will make do with only having one target. Uh, an 11 does not hit the 23 Dagonet. All right. 10 fire damage as one of the fists. You dodge out of the way of one, get your shield up in time, but this next one, boom, slams down directly into you, denting your fine armor. Um, luckily, I mean, with only 10 damage, that's actually pretty good for you considering the damage roll with lots of ones. Um, so you, it seems that was a glancing blow comparatively to the previous ones. Uh, okay. That is Oakheart's turn. So everyone in five feet of his vicinity, which I believe is just Dagonet, is going to take, uh, 1d6 points of fire damage due to the amount of heat that is exuding from them. So it's another two points of fire damage there, Dagonet. Okay. The other tree ant, this is the one that, well, was behind you. Eli, is now behind you, is going to do the same thing. And it slams down multiple times. Um, an 11 and a 21, Dagonate. Is a 21 hit? Yeah? Okay. That's another 14 points of bludgeoning damage um, from the, the, the other tree ant here. Okay. Dagonate's still up, though. Dagonate is still up. Yeah, this one felt, and I think it's like you dodge out of the way of the first one here. You get glancing blowed by the second one, and then there's two more attacks behind you. You can't get away from them all. Pez, you watch as Dagonet is between two giant fiery trees being battered on all sides. What do you want to do here? Um, um, take some buttons. Hang on, I'm going to see what this does. Um... Okay.
Are there, so their attacks are melee, right? Yes, uh, it seems to be that, but you did catch that one of them ripped up one of the tiles from the ground and chucked it at, uh, at Lucky, but it did not strike them. So aggressive. Mm. Mm. The test. Ah, jeez. I love that that Pez is just so panicked the entire time they're trying to be inspiring. Yeah, I totally believe in you, except for that one time, and now this time. (laughs) This time of the workout, for sure. No no problem. Uh, I'm just going to do a healing word on Dagonite, because I feel like they hurt a little bit. Uh, Ten. Ten, yeah, okay. There you go. Uh, how many second level spells do you have remaining here, Pez? One. One? Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, so ten points of healing. Nice. Feels good. Uh, so Pez, movement and main action still? Is that correct? Uh, so. Good luck! And then she's just going to go back where Lucky is. Just flip over there. Okay, okay. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so backing up behind, you're trying to get away from all these trees. It's probably a pretty good idea here. Oddwald uh, is going to run over to Eli. Eli, are you okay? I, uh, I, I'm sorry, I can't. He looks back over, he's like, I didn't think they'd try and kill us. <laughs> Very panicky, but he's like checking on you. He can't really do anything, but, you know. Does Eli say anything to him? Do no? I still have the key? Yes. Eli will... I don't know if you heard the dog. <laughs> oh, I didn't. <laughs> Big snort. She's excited. Um, I think he... He'll hold up the key if he can and just say... We could use your help... Uh, yeah, Oddwall's eyes will go wide, but, like, I think we get this point, like, where everything kind of slows down, and we watch as, like, Dagonet is getting punched from both sides, there's fire, and, like, the trees are roaring out, and Lucky's getting punched, Pez is running away and ducking down behind Lucky and this pillar, and it's, like, all of this stuff, and Oddwall's just like, Yeah, okay, yeah! So he, he takes it? Yeah. He takes the key, and he will use his action on this turn to unlock his manacles. All right. Uh, Oddwald is is free. He While he does the unlocking, though, he does, like, take some more steps backwards this way, and he's got his back against the wall, trying to buy himself a little bit of time here. Dagon A, Bro, same. what would you like to do? What type of... Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Thing, uh, what type of thing is disengage? An action. It is a full, full action. action. Yep. Got dash, dodge, disengage, and hide as full action abilities, as well as making ability checks of some kind. Alright. <clears throat> Can't 
believe I'm gonna die to these damn trees. And he's gonna... Yeah. Jab the quarterstaff to the dude behind him. Okay. To the green boy. The slightly less charred and fiery. That is a natural one. I think you come around and you swing as hard as you can, and it and like jars itself out of your hand and goes clattering down to the ground. He's gonna take his his hand axe and just chop it at Fiery Boy in front of him. Love it. Go for it. Okay, so this is back on Big Boy? Yeah. 21 definitely hits. Go ahead. Five slashing damage as you hack into the tree. That felt pretty good. That sunk in really nicely. And you wrench the axe back out. And I, I want to action surge to disengage. Yes. I think that works that way. Go for it. Why not? Do I still have movement? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you have 25 feet of movement. Right. He's going right there. Yeah, okay. Okay. Trying to get over to the side. Absolutely. Um, You still have a bonus action. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything for you to utilize with that, but you still do have a bonus action. Okay. Eli, you've given away the key. You are burnt and bruised and broken. What do you want to do? Eli is going to uh, step forward and as he does, he'll take another whack at the uh, spiritual weapon. Um, so that'll be this. The 11 is not enough to hit this Gross. time. Okay, that's fine. Um, and he is going to cast. Uh, he's going to just kind of slow walk like Gohan fighting Cell and just the warriors of Gaspard will aid us in this test. And he's going to cast Spirit Guardians. Oh, uh, shit, son. Okay, what level? Uh, Level three. <laughs> okay, we we'll pulled out the big it's guns. The, it's the minimal level for this spell. <laughs> okay, um, okay. And so... Oh, it didn't post the How text. Right, right, right. But how, how is it, uh, when you cast your Spirit Guardians, what does it look like? So, the similar kind of ribbon aesthetic sort of forms, um, mm -hmm. it, it's described as, like, flitting spirits around you. Um, and in this case, it's, uh, I'd like to think, like, three musketeers-looking situation. Sure. Um the the quote-unquote head one is clearly a depiction of gaspard um yes. they're gerbine yeah uh one of them is, is just sort of pretty generic looking gerbine uh one of them looks uh -huh. looks a lot like lucky oh <laughs> and uh he's going to be walking forward with his little uh trifecta here and yeah. uh, the the only obviously the only creatures unaffected by this effect are going to be uh, my allies. 
Absolutely. Um, um, what is the range for this? This is within 15 feet of me. Uh, 15 so feet. I will be... Oh, my goodness. There we go. Yeah, so you tell me where you're I'll be at. right here next to Dagonet and just sort of nod at him weakly as uh, as I stand up next to him. Uh, and let me let me go ahead and see if I can post this effect in here. I don't know why it didn't. How do I do that? Oh my god. Um so in your spells you're going to have to go to the cog wheel and have it output as a spell card rather than uh, attack. Um but you can also have it do both. Oh, I see. There it is. You call forth spirits to protect you. They flit around you in a distance of 15 feet for the duration. Uh, if you're good or neutral, their spectral form appears angelic or fey. You've already decided what they are. Uh, they will deal radiant damage. Um, designate any number of creatures you see to be unaffected, which is all of your friends. Mm-hmm. Affected creatures' speed is halved in the area. When they enter it for the first time or on a turn they start there, they make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they take 3d8 radiant damage. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christmas. Okay, uh, let me make sure that this is one more outwards from here. I'm just making sure that I got your your circle right. Uh, and I will attach this to your your token as well. Perfect. So it'll just move with you as we uh, as we go through this here. Um, okay, so this He'll just sort of, to close out his turn, level his mace toward Oakheart, and uh, the three spirits will do the same with their rapiers. Dagonet, don't worry. I'm not removing you forever. I just need to do oh, this so I, can group dead. Them, so I can group these correctly. Sorry. Everyone's dead. Oh, my God. My friends are Everyone's dead. dead. Everyone's oh gone. All right. There done? it is. They're all gone. Uh, finally. Right, guys? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, we didn't even make it 30 episodes, dude. Yeah, we were gone for three weeks. We were so close. What? There we go. <laughs> Wapo. Uh, I'm just gonna test this real quick, and then uh, be good. Oh, it didn't work. It sort of worked. Sort That's of weird. It sort of works. All right, well, it sort of works. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'll uh, move you back. That's, that's uh. The, that's the summary of me as a person. It sort of works. That's weird. The group doesn't want to work. All right, whatever. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, cool. So is that your whole turn? That's all you can do. Action, bonus, action. Sounds very good. Um, okay. This tree ant is the one over by Lucky is going to do the same thing. He's going to make two slam attacks here against Lucky. Um, a 21 and an 11. I believe the 21 does indeed hit. Uh, that is 10 bludgeoning damage. Lucky, almost enough to put you down, but still, still alive. Still alive. Uh, okay. Not even close. And that's all it's going to do there. Lucky, it is now your turn. We're just going to keep sticking it. Yep. Actually, mm-hmm. pardon, sir. Mm-hmm. What I have seen, what I have seen, Dagonet, um, Spirit Shop, 
his tree with his he can a hand axe. With, with that, with a hand axe. Uh, yes. What is your passive perception? Uh, fifteen. Yeah, absolutely. He's like. He throws his rapier away. <laughs> clatter, clatter, clatter. Uh huh. Clatter, clatter, clatter. His hand axe. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna chip it, chop it. Yeah, go for it. Fifteen for the first one. Yeah, uh, the first one, I believe that does. There, no, that just misses. Just on the outside he's of hitting. Put his. <laughs> he's gonna try to hit it again. Yeah, go for it. 23 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage for this one. Okay. Damage plus two, because there's a melee weapon. Yep, yep. And then 1d6 again, I believe. Yep. Ow! Yeah, so eight slashing damage, and you feel, thunk, the axe sink in, and you have to wrench it back out, and you see, like, you watch it, some of this, like, spray of, of like, chunks of uh, charcoal, essentially, heated charcoal fall off from it. That felt solid. That felt like it did something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, do you have a bonus action you want to use? I'm not sure if you have anything that's <laughs> floating around. Okay. Oakheart, starting inside the uh, the three Gaspard heroes, the three Musketeeros, um, has to make a wisdom saving throw here. He's very wise. What is your save DC here? 14. 14. So he just saves, so he'll take half the damage okay. um, of your... I mean, you can roll it again. If Go ahead and roll it again. I have It's 3d8 them. when they start there. Oh, is it because I changed the output? It disappeared off of my... Uh, disappeared off my... Was oh, it like gone, gone? No, it was under my attacks. Uh, oh. It might be... Yeah, it might be because you changed the hang setting on, on it. Hang on, hang on. I got this. I got this. Hanging, hanging. I was so yep, there. It is so ready for it. Hanging. Oh my god! Please, dude. One monitor. I'm, never I'm, go back. I'm, yeah. Never I'm, go I'm back. I'm watching. I'm watching setup. Eli go around on this thing, and fighting it all. Okay, go ahead and roll me damage by clicking the the word Spirit Guardians in there. Uh, it I believe did not, it did not. Oh work. no, it did. Okay, three D eight. Yeah, fifteen points of damage. Uh, he'll oh, take half yeah. for the save, so we round down. Um, but he like walks into the the Spirit Guardians. Yes. Yes, show me your power. And uh, we'll take that brunt of that damage. And you feel as like they get hacked up from all this radiant damage. You feel more and more of the heat coming off of it here. As it approaches you, uh, both you and Dagonet will end up taking, uh, it ends up instead of two, uh, 1d6, it ends up being 2d4. As more and more of his body is being wrenched away and the heat inside strikes at you, that is six points of damage. And he's going to slam down twice on Dagonet here, a 26 and a 27. For a total of, oh God, 29 points of fire damage. Oh, he down. Yeah, he down okay. Real hard. Yeah, boom, boom. And Dagonet falls to the ground, unconscious, but still within the vicinity of all of the spirit guardians here. Uh, okay. tough um gonna mark you as prone there that is its entire turn the next treant here is going to try he's like ah scrap dang it i can't get through um is going to try and move around this here 
And I think by the time he gets all of his movement, he will have to make the save anyways, because he starts his turn in there. Uh, a 14. So he'll take the full brunt of the 15 points. Uh, I'll just... It's the 15, because it was on that, that same turn, Rob. Um, so he'll take 15 points uh, of damage here. Yeah, being hacked apart. You watch as the radiant energy is just swirling around them. Uh, Wait, he, I'm sorry. He he did a 14? Yes. Isn't he, it yours 15? He just makes. Oh, no, shit. 14. Okay. My bad. My bad. Still very effective comparatively to trying to poke it with a stick. Um, but he's not going to have enough movement to get all the way anywhere. So he's going to rip up two pieces of the tiling on the ground and throws one at Eli and the other arm throws over at Oddwald. Um, 27 for the first. 34 for the second? What? No way. Yeah, it is. Wow. Holy shit. He rolled, like, almost max. Well, Oddwald's still alive. That's, um, that's interesting. Uh, but Eli, I believe that does put you down again. Okay. Uh, Spirit Guardians is concentration. Spirit Guardians will fade away. Probably hear Lucky from the other side of the room yell at Oswald. Do something! Which is yeah. pissed. <laughs> um, that's the Treant's turn. Pez, what do you want to do? Two of your friends are down on the ground. Is... Is throwing a thing at someone an action, or is that? Depends on what you're trying to throw. How we stylize it. If it's like an attack, absolutely. Um, if you're tossing something to a friend, probably. Uh, I would toss my wand to Oddwald is kind of the plan here. That is very far. Yeah, I would move and then. Okay. Um... Yes, that would be an action because it's very it's a it's a far throw and you're throwing a stick at Oddwald and hoping it's close enough to hit him and so he can catch it. How far can I get? Where is that ruler? Twenty five. So the closest yeah. you could get is likely mm, gonna, within mm. vicinity of of him here um, or around this area. Uh, your clearest line of sight is this block here. Okay. She's gonna scoot her little boot. Just no, no, you, no, no, th no. This no. is in range of the heat, though. Yep, 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 yep. I'm fine. I'm Oddwald. You can borrow my stick. And I'm gonna chuck it. Yeah, I want it back. And then I'm gonna. <laughs> um, roll me. Oh, gosh. Roll me uh, a, just a dexterity check here. Or uh, acrobatics, either way. Because you're proficient. So. Uh... An eight. Can I re-roll it? With your faded die? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 22. We watch the camera pans as the stick goes flying through the air. The covering of it coming free. Oddwald's wand shining in the firelight as he catches it in his hands. And he looks up at you. But he doesn't say anything just yet. Pez, is there anything else you want to do? So you might you can borrow it and then um 
the healing word's a bonus action, right? It is indeed. When did I become the healer? When oh, our healer happy. started. <laughs> our poor cleric. Oh. I hate it. Uh, I'm gonna throw it on. Dagon A. Hate it. What? Did? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw one on Dagon A. There. Just. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so eight, eight. healing. Okay. Uh, there you go. Dagonet, you're on the ground. That is eight, but Oddwald catches the stick and you know, my wand. Ah. Oddwald, well, Oddwald is, um, a very high-level spellcaster. Oddwald is going to cast, uh, oh my goodness. He's going to cast Magic Missile at, oh, hang on. Why won't it let me cast at a higher level? Please. Using a spell of second or higher. Spell creates more one more dart for each slot above first. Okay. He's gonna cast it at one, two, three, four, five. At fifth level. Uh so he gets six magical force darts. Uh, this will also be plus one for the damage here, so technically it's plus five because he has his wand back in his hands. And he points them all at Oakheart. Says, Don't hurt my friends! And all of these magical missiles go flying across and slam into Oakheart, knocking him backward a step with the force of the barrage. And Oakheart slumps downwards, pieces of the bark crumbling away as he stumbles backwards towards the podium on which you found him. The trees around you fade, crumble, ashes, dust, and the rest of their fire fading from the light. And Oddwald says, <gasps> And he runs over uh, to Eli here, and he's going to attempt to make a medicine check to stabilize. He does indeed. Uh, Eli, you are stabilized, um, but not not healed, uh, but indeed stabilized here. Um, does that mean I'm conscious or new? No. Stabilization means you are not making death saves. Good so he's, he me. doesn't have, like, a healer kit. He's The only way he has to heal you is if I he brought you... I have a healer you... kit. Is, is if he raised you from the dead uh, as a reanimate corpse kind of deal. So I don't think we're going to go that far with that yet. I'll, ta I'll take this. Thanks. <laughs> um, but he falls backwards onto the, the pedestal here. Uh, old Oakheart. <sighs> and he like just leans backwards and he seems to be quietly observing the room here. Um, what do you guys want to do? I'm, I'm gonna... taking a nap. 
So Eli's conscious? No. Not Eli conscious. Eli is okay. not no. conscious. So he looks, um, he's just like shuffled over and is like holding up part of Eli's now unconscious limp body. He's just like, help him! Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's up to you what you want to do about it. The piss is going to waddle on over there. Don't, don't worry. I, apparently, I heal people now. This is my job, I guess. <laughs> and I'm just going to throw I another. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, you do have healing potions if you don't want to use spell slots. I that's up do. to you. I, I um, So I just have it labeled as eight healing potions. I know I have a yeah, couple. Yeah, uh, it's 2d4 plus four. Okay. I believe, for a standard healing potion. Don't worry, Lucky is going to be fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Everything worked out perfectly. This is great. Look at us. Wow. Uh, I'm going to take out a healing potion and just uh, drink up, Eli. Good juice. Wakey, wakey. No problems here. Yeah. Um. So go ahead and roll me 2d4 plus 4, Pez, uh, as you attempt to revive your friend, Eli. I typed it wrong. Sorry. Okay. Eight. There you go. Okay, so Eli, conscious again on the ground. Pez over near you. You guys are all over here, but I'm just gonna go ahead. We don't need to be on the map anymore, regardless. But um, you're all there. Oakheart awaits. What else do you want to do? Eli weakly looks at Oddwald. Just. Told you. <laughs> Looks down at his wand. How did you get this? Found it. He's removed the oddball disguise. Thought I locked it away. Maybe you want him to go for a walk. I don't know. Okay. Um. What else? My friends were you planning on keeping it or this is my wand i mean i found so, it i mean but it's it's mine like this is like he holds it up to you and like in bird scratch on it it says oddwald i mean there's a lot of oddwalds out there like he's gonna this like, was locked in my office like he's gonna i mean obviously it's that cloak. be like he's look he, he saved he saved our butts with it we would have been gone so, I just... He does look at it, though. Closes his eyes and he squints. And he goes, okay, how about this? I'm not even supposed to have this. Um, You hold on to it for now, right? And uh, maybe if they take my manacles off for good, they'll, they'll give it back. Yeah. Yeah, if an emergency arises or anything, we can just we can revisit this later, you know? I'll just, just, like, I'll just safekeeping. Very reluctantly gives it back. And then he picks up the manacles off the ground and hands those to use two, and he puts out his claws. Okay. Put me back in. And no one tells the council, right? Not a word. Not a word. Okay. Clap, clap, locked. <sighs> he looks over his shoulder at the embers of the tree that still remain. So, uh, 
What are we gonna do about that guy? Well, I'd say uh, we hopefully passed his test. I guess it's time to find out what we win. And uh, Eli will get up and uh, start walking over to Oakheart. As you walk over to Oakheart and you note now like labored breathing and you watch this like little molten pieces of the barks are falling off of him. <sighs> you have done well and have passed the test. Come. Claim your prize. Thank you. You fought well. He goes... And he slams his arm into the chest portion of his body and... And rips it open. You are beset by an icy wind coming from his body and you watch as it frost begins to cover each of his extremities and comes out from the inside of him uh, uh, the borealis it is yours rob doesn't know whether or not to touch it uh Eli will hold out his hands. <laughs> you gonna go get her or are you waiting for him to hand it to you? He will wait for it to be handed to him. Elkhart looks down and he's I don't know if I have the strength to pull it out. <laughs> Will, will this kill you? <laughs> yes. I have lived a very, very long time. I go. The blessing of the Night Father that I may pass on to you this burden. Put this one in the flames, such as its power, or the wood shall freeze. Watch as the flames begin to dim around you. The wind becomes more chill. Ice begins to form on your spines. You call it a burden. This will save the entire wood. And so such has been my task. And you watch as the fire dies in his eyes. Like he's gonna shuffle over and take his quiver and try to dump out as many arrows as possible and be like, Do we have you don't wanna carry it? You can put it in there. Will it fit? 
It's the it's a really big quiver now. Like... Well, let's uh, let's show you what it looks like. Oh wait, it's on here somewhere. Hmm. <laughs> what did I put you? Magical item. Yeah. Oh, the efficient quiver's on here. <laughs> hey guys, look at that. The efficient quiver. Uh, okay, here it is. Borealis. Let me go to oh, Blair. There it is. This is the Borealis. It is uh, a staff. Should have showed you all. Oh, there it is. Oh, never mind. I thought it was like a. It's in your journal as well now. Um. It is an ice, an icy staff that somewhat resembles a finger. It'll fit. This fits quarter staffs, I think. Maybe we can try. If you want to. Are you using the magical quiver or the, the... efficient quiver? Yeah. yeah. Um. Someone roll me an Arcana check. <laughs> I guess me. Uh, I, is anyone proficient in Arcana? I feel like I've asked this before, but it's been so long. Okay, an eleven. Eli, you look at the efficient quiver, knowing some things about extra-dimensional space, uh, but you're not super sure about this. Oddwald is luckily very good at Arcana and is going to go ahead and roll this. He almost rolls a natural 20. He goes, yes, put it inside. Now, now, do it. Take it out of him. He's like pointing at the tag. It says right there. <laughs> um, Eli will uh, place his hands on the staff and just say to Okart, your death is not in vain. Thank you. And he'll just yoink it. Yeah. As you wrench the staff from inside Oakheart, where it had been essentially, you, you note now all of the embers around that, that area. It looks like when lava has cooled and hardened over time, it's just this blackened obsidian rock around the edges uh, of the staff itself. And as you pull it out, a chill gust through the previously still room ex ex expands outwards roughly 30 feet from your location and it feels so cold to the touch you feel your paws numbing immediately uh i'm gonna put it in the quiver and you put it inside the efficient quiver luckily Oddwald was correct. The extra-dimensional space does not seem damaged by the staff, since it can hold javelins and things of that length, as well as this enormously magical item being placed within it. The wind fades away behind you. You feel the heat of the room once again, buried so far beneath the ashen grove that you are. And... Eli shakes off his paws and maybe rubs some of the frost off of his extremities. And that's where we're going to take our break. So thank you guys for joining us for episode 29 of Diefall Alderheart Part 1. We will be back in about five minutes to continue the rest of today's episode. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today on Diefall Alderheart episode 29. It has been so long... And I'm glad you came out to see it today. 
If you want to get caught up on all of the uh, the old stuff, the new stuff, our other shows, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash runawayrobot. Or if you would like the podcast format, audio-only format better, you can head on over to Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud and look up Die Fall Dungeons & Dragons or Die Fall Podcast. Um, so we have a second show that is on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It is our Dark Matter show. It's D&D in space called Conspiracy in the Stars. And it's a it's a very, very good time. We have a couple of new players there, and it's been very fun to get them into the game proper. Um, again, thank you guys for joining us this evening. It's It's been an absolute pleasure. We will be right back. Welcome back to Diefall Alderheart episode 29. Rob's got a dog. This is now the Rob's got a dog show. There it is. There's that's rocks. Everybody wave. That say hi. Say hi or I'll ban you. Good. Good. Cute dog. Cute pup. All right. Um so where we left off the old O-cart and uh past. Um the Borealis having been torn from his body, his job had been completed. His task is through and uh, is uh, on the other side. But now you have the Borealis in a magical dimensional pocket of a quiver and I guess uh, probably a job to do. So what would you guys like to do? Like he's actively scooping up any extra arrows and trying to shove them into the extra side compartment the small compartment mm -hmm. on the side like can't wear my thinking can't go without arrows I can't wear my good god I was so stupid you can fit them all in I wouldn't worry about it they all the fit the moment of like you're she's like yeah she's like, <laughs> yeah exactly mm -hmm. but now I don't have arrows yeah and you retrieve all of your weapons yes the dropped ones and otherwise uh, everything has been retrieved. And maybe even Dagonet takes a moment to knock out some of the dents in the armor that were suffered from the giant blows of the trees. Um, okay. What else? Should we feel kind of bad about that? Well, he uh, was going to kill us. Uh, it was uh, unfortunately uh, either or, I think. I, I don't think he was meant to kill us. I think he was truly meant to test if we had what it takes to stop the aspect. It was his dying wish to make sure the job got done. At like least that's how I... Like he's gonna huff and be like, but I mean, did we get the job done? He looks over at Oddwald. What about you yeah. guys? I'm pretty nervous now. Well, as with all that we do, we acted as a team. Oddworld part of our team now? No offense, Oddworld. Is Oddworld part of our team now? I mean, given the, present, circum given the present circumstance, I think it makes the most sense. I mean, uh... Can we just, like, uh, make a group agreement now that we trust him? Because, I don't know, man. I was... That hurt a lot before he had a chance to do anything. And, uh, 
Not saying you're the best, no offense, but we're, we're getting I'm there. I'm taking. We're working back up on the, uh, you know, favors list. Favor, I guess. Uh, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody if you take the handcuffs off of me, so I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not missing my opportunity to have redemption in the council's eyes. And I know that you probably won't tell them, but... Eh. He looks around at each other. You're good people. And I don't need to give you more reasons to lie than, you know, necessary. <laughs> Listen, we'll handle the council when it comes time to handle the council. I, I right think now, this is... Yeah, go ahead. I, I think this is a, a lie that we can uh, live with. But we can always try, and then if he, if if we don't have what it takes, then then, then we throw Oswald in the game, you know? Right, right. I'm like, um, I'm your backup, right? You know, I, I can sit in the back and not be in arm's way because he like looks down, and you can see like he's broken and bloodied and bruised, where that one stone hit him and almost killed him outright. Is, I mean, I'm good. I'm just. I know it's kind of weird, but like, there's a corpse in the corner and we just got the magical item and thing and you know, MacGuffins and otherwise, we should probably head back, but um, can we could take a, take a little breather here. Uh, I, I was, I definitely agree with that, you know? Okay. Yeah. Right next Looks to around. the dead guy? I mean, he's not going anywhere. Like he's gonna like kind of take a I imagine we have like a resting, like a blanket or something. I mean, your your packs all have you know, your stuff, so like yeah, probably pulls out a blanket of some sort, and he just kind of covers up the. Yeah, all right, all right. How, now we anymore, right? How big is your blanket? Not very big. Okay, <laughs> just so like covering up the hole, pretty much. Yeah. Just... Oh, just. Uh, <laughs> look, now he's just sleeping. Looks good to me. <laughs> You, you okay, Pez? Yep, yep, it's perfect. It's like the blanket sinking in where the hole is. <laughs> kind of like rolls off a little bit. <laughs> perfect. But he's perfect. not gonna smell bad, probably. Yeah, does... trees don't really smell too bad, but it's kind of like charcoal-y in here, you know? I mean, it's either we rest down here or out in the ashy desert or in the room full of lava and yeah, flame traps. Yeah, cool with the lava area. I think this is alright, you know. And he just, uh, like, he pulls out his, you know, his bedroll and he throws it on the ground. And he sits down on it. He's, yeah, we're gonna take a little, a little nap. I think we're probably pretty safe down here. I'll, uh, I'll keep an eye out at first, just to make sure no trees, no other trees, you know, come out of nowhere or something. Uh, so a, a short rest then. Is that the the plan? Because I believe it is still middle of the day, so you're too close to do your your long rest. Um, so take a short rest. Go ahead and roll hit die as many as you would like to to recover your hit points. Uh, I believe all of you should have all of your hit die at this point in time. Um, yeah, yeah. You guys just let you do your thing. You let me know. And uh, ooh, Eli, nice. I like the big number. That's pretty good.
Eli with two, two max HP numbers. Nice. I should have a short rest thing that can do. Three max HP hit numbers. Uh, okay, what is it? Uh, it's the Song of Rest deal, so I think mm -hmm. they can get more hit points. Uh, let's see. If you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance regain hit points by spending hit die, each of these creatures regains an extra 1d6 hit points. So if you don't want to roll one of them, if you think you might take another short rest at some point in time, you want to roll a d6, roll a d6. May, yes, may, I, may I resend that third natural eight? <laughs> Yes. Thank okay. you. Absolutely. That was a lot of hit die being rolled, so go ahead. If you want to take one off and roll the six, roll the six. That's a six! Gee, Eli, where was this during the fight? I don't Holy know, crap. Well, I mean, you're on the ground most of it, so you didn't really have a whole lot of chance to roll yeah, damage. That is true. Okay, so 38 plus it. Yeah, that oh. puts me at exactly my max. That's amazing. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Um, your short rest... Uh, comes to an end. And uh, so go ahead and tally up all the hit points that you need to tally up. And you roll up your little bags or whatever, whatever you're using, maybe having a snack, uh, bandaging some wounds, like I said, Dagonade knocking out maybe some of the dents in their armor. Um, now what? An hour has passed. What would you like to do? I guess we uh, look for uh, a way out. Uh, maybe there's not, uh, we don't have to go back the way we came. Can you remind me what the way we came looked like? Did it seal yeah. up? Did not. It was just a long winding cave ever downwards uh, and eventually led you to this chamber somewhere deep below the grove. Okay. The way back why. would be that cave, and then you would go to where the lava room was and all the fire jets over the bridge. The then you would take the elevator yeah. upwards, and then the gargoyle location sealed behind you. That's that's what I was referring right. to. Okay. Um, so you don't know, but as far as you know, there is only one way in and out of this place. Okay. Perhaps a quick stroll around the room. Around this room? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and uh, if you want to do, you want to do like a investigation. Yeah. Or some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you, if anyone wants to take a look around the room, um, roll me investigation if you're taking a look for like specific things, uh, or a perception check if you're just kind of keeping an eye out. You said investigation if we're looking for something specific. Yeah, like if you're looking for a hidden door or you know something like that. Um. Otherwise, perception would be like, can I hear anything or see anything in the current vicinity or whatever? Lucky um, took my good roll. Yeah, Eli had a natural one. Lucky with a natural 20. Uh, minus one, but a 19. And Pez with a 7. And Eli, I don't think it's that, like, you know, your natural one. It's dark in here or whatever. It's just like, and Lucky, the same thing. It's a 19. It's like, you did a pretty thorough scouring of this room. Oh, I was looking for a door. What were you looking for? <laughs> what were you looking What were you looking for? Uh, I'm he's, listening. <laughs> he's been digging through the bodies to try to find any sprout of life to give to Pez, who clearly seems the most guilty, to be like, I mean, you can go and, like, plant this once we finish all this and, uh, you know, let go a new 
go, 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 go a little tribute, you know. Which bodies are you? Which body are you looking at? Specifically, Oakheart. I mean, if there's yeah. any like sprig of leaf or life or a root or something. <sighs> a that's nineteen is a life. really good investigation, but how far are you willing to go for it? You uh, see, elbow and knees. Like this is my friend. Oh, okay. He's pretty sad about it. Just don't, don't look pissed. <laughs> you find in the little cavity that was where the Borealis was, a small crack. A dim light emanates from the upper side of the cavity. It's gonna like put his hand kind of over it. Is it like emanating heat? It's warm. All? He's gonna touch it like is it the I... crack itself it's it's warm it doesn't hurt but it's warm it's gonna try to break it out like grab what if it's like it's like on a thin like branch kind of root where you can put your hand around it and kind of so pull the cat it. like his chest is opened up right mm -hmm. very much like chest burster style everything is open and out you are inside that now because it is as big mm. as you are looking upwards <laughs> And there is a crack in the, um, it, it's, the bark itself inside is all hardened and blackened. There's just a crack in the internal portion of that bark that you can see a little bit of light behind. And if you put your paw against, you can feel heat coming from it. Uh, okay. Do I, do I dig it with this or do I want to leave it here? Uh, he's gonna take out his hand axe. <laughs> yep. And, and it, what's that over there? I like point the other way, and then just <laughs> like chop into this crack. <laughs> Everyone turns around. What is happening? And then there's like a thunk <laughs> behind, and there's like bark being sprayed places. Like again, how far are you willing to go for this? Uh, essentially, uh, as pretty much as, as much time as they're willing to let him spend on trying to take whatever would be a future life for this creature for Pez to nourish. So if there is anything that he can take. Um, so as long as the party is willing to let him grease this out, he's like, okay, let's go. Party, Pez is, Pez, excuse me. Uh, Lucky is inside <laughs> the corpse of Oakheart, hacking away with an ax. I mean, Lucky pointed to look over there. So Pez is looking over there. You do hear the thunking sounds of an axe against wood behind you. Abnormal sounds are not abnormal for Lucky, right? It's fine. Okay. Is anyone going to step in and, and stop Lucky here, or are we just letting this ride? I feel like All Lucky, right. like. <laughs> After some time. I, I assume all of these investigation things. This is this would all have happened in the last hour you were doing your short rest, anyways. Mm -hmm. um, you eventually get to a spot where there are these kind of swirled, not branches because it's much too small for that. It's like twigs have encompassed themselves around what looks to be a red glowing stone. It's roughly the size of both of Lucky's paws together. He's tested for temperature again, kind of hover his hand. It's really hot. 
it's warm. It's not hot. Okay. It's gonna But it, it. it feel it just feels warm. It's gonna pick it up with both his hands. <sighs> you can touch it, but you will have to wrench it out of the grip of these okay. like kind of entangling vines here. Definitely. <laughs> Pulled from the blackened vines around it crunching outwards you maybe like stumble backwards a little bit out out of the cavity that is oakheart's chest and you're holding on to what looks to be a glowing kind of red orange stone you look deeper inside of it and it's kind of, it's got this like opalescent quality to it between the reds and the oranges and you look ever deeper and you can like feel yourself getting sucked into it being pulled deeper in but it just feels comforting and warm I, uh, I got this, I got this, I got this for you, for you, buddy. What? What? Wait. For, don't you want to keep it? You found uh, it? Uh, I, you don't want, you don't want it? What, what, what is, what is it? I have no idea. I just figured there'd be something in there that would, like, you know, pay pay homage to or something. You seem pretty upset. I mean, I feel bad. We just killed killed an old man. Just he was just there, and then he wasn't. He just he was trying to kill us. Oddwald pushes up his imaginary glasses. Actually. <laughs> That looks like a magical component that would have been used to. And I guess you probably shouldn't feel super bad about it then. He's not really an old man. He's a summoned entity. He's likely existing on maybe some other plane or, well, it depends. Either you have its heart or it was a magical component in a summoning ritual. Either way. Yeah, you should take this piss. I don't I don't do much magic stuff. And it seems nice. Can she hold it like a baby? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, it's it's very it's small for that. Like you're a little larger than Lucky is. Um it's like a hand and a half for you. Um but yeah, you could cradle it if you felt so inclined. We should name it. And then how what would happen? Well, what would happen if we planted it? Will it grow another a tree it looks, friend? It looks up and he's like, I'm a necromancer. I, you know, I, I, uh, not really specializing in the whole summoning thing. Generally, like, dead humanoid body? Yeah, I'll resummon that. That sounds pretty good. Uh, it's, it looks like a rock. It's a glowy it's orange rock. We could always ask uh, Teva about it. Ooh, yeah, Teva would know stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would know, right? Yeah. Just keep it safe, okay? I vote Sprigheart for the name. Yeah, little baby Spriggy. Ooh, so cute. Well, thank you. That is very, that's very kind. Oh, and then, oh, it could, it could be a whole, it, it's going to be great. Whatever happens, it seems nice. If anything, you know, it would be a pillow warmer or something. It's got uses. Wrap it up though. Keep it safe. Uh, you guys are ready to go. Sorry, sorry, it took me a little bit. Sorry about that. All right. I think uh, I think the uh, 
the front is the only entrance, or I'm sorry, exit out of here. So we might have to do a fair bit of backtracking. Alright. I hope the lava room stayed, you know, oh. not lava or safeable traps. or traps are gone, you know. Well, well the lever I... will be on the side that we're uh, approaching, so it would be easy enough to turn off again. I'm not looking forward to the stairs back up, so. When it comes to the door, Dagonet can just knock it down. You have a high regard of um, my my strength, I I, I see, but uh, that did look a, a very, very sturdy stone wall, door covering. We'll see when we get there. So you guys want to backtrack your way out and up, it seems. Uh, the winding hallway, cave, all the way back to the lava-filled chamber. The chamber itself looks still cooled. The lever where you had used to throw to disable the traps seems to still be in the same position. You proceed past it and up the long elevator ride into the room where the gargoyles were to find that the entrance stone is open. Well, this is uh, a positive. Exit door's open? Yep, there seems to be nothing blocking the door. Or the entrance, I suppose. I want to watch Dagon smash this stuff. I'm, I'm sure in due time we will run into something that Dagon has to smash. As long as you promise. All right. Uh, maybe after I, I feel a little better. At the moment, I don't really feel like uh, I have the strength to smash much, but uh, I'll get something to smash for you. We'll see how frustrated I get with building uh, Eliza's deck. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I also uh, forgot about that. Yeah, uh, like a cafe. Ah, crap. Uh, the notes. Um. Okay, do you take the second long elevator ride up? Yes, good, good. And so you do, and you come out onto the, oh, God, exceptionally hot, dry, ashen grove landscape. Out in the, or excuse me, Scorched Grove landscape. Out in the middle of nowhere, north of Ashbarrow, and very far west of Alderheart. Now what? Well, I think we have two options. We can go at this thing alone with the Borealis in a dream. Or we go back to Alderheart, rally the troops, 
and see if we can lead an organized assault on containing this once and for all. I think uh, maybe having the Birch Guard at least uh, with us part of the way would might fare a little better than uh, than the last time we came up against it. Might get closer at least. Mm. And at the very least, I think we'll at least pass the um, point of entry into the wood. And if we see that the aspect has encroached a little closer to Alderheart, we can, you know, call an audible there if we need to. Yeah, I think your instinct's right. Yeah, I, I yeah. We should at least head that way anyway, so we'd have to go around and up anyway to where that uh, magic circle uh, thing or whatever the, the scholars talked about. So. Right. The long journey home then. Roughly two, two and a half days worth of travel if you make the direct road there. Uh, I'll bring up the map again so you guys can see kind of the, the path that you had originally taken. That I'll show you guys as well here as I get the uh, big old staff off the page. I think everyone's got the idea what the Borealis looks like now, huh? So the pink line is kind of how you guys had gotten here. And then from that location, you would have gone basically directly over to the frog statue, right? Um... So you can follow the path backwards. Reminder that the orange hashed area is what looks like uh, when you had gone this way, how far the Scorched Grove had essentially been pushed towards Alderheart, uh, either through the expansion of all of the fiery-based creatures that live there that have been moving ever outwards, or the aspect itself uh, laying waste to the portions uh, of the wood. So... How would you like to go about this? Do you, do you think do you think those little fire fire dudes left? I'm not sure, but I think that if we're ever vigilant, hopefully we could skirt around them if need be and if we can't I don't think they're nearly as dangerous as some of the stuff we face to be honest yeah I think they're a wild wall hey whoa whoa <laughs> you know I'd rather stay in the back I think it's mostly important that we figure out a way to avoid the uh, ash snakes first or you know the little firemen, you mean we can you, you can clearly bury them in the ground like you did before and whatnot, but those snakes are tough. I don't mind scouting a little bit ahead, trying to make sure we can keep an eye out for burrows or tunnels or you know shifted land or whatnot, if that's what you guys want. Just so long as you're not too far ahead, because we don't want to get stuck up there or anything. No, I just assume that they kind of maybe go for like a 
we if we tread maybe over their space a little bit, they might be able to sense that we are disrupting there. You know what I'm saying? So try to avoid it a little bit. Okay. Lucky, if you want to do some scouting, please uh you can roll me uh survival. For leading the way back and doing a little bit of scouting action, um, as well as those of you that are keeping kind of a watch out or doing something else, please roll me perception check. Natural 20 on the survival. We do love to see it. Nice. Okay. Uh, 21 perception from Eli, 21 perception from Dagonet, and a 12 from Pez. So this, is, this, is, this is good. I think, luckily, the the rest of the day is rather uneventful going through the grove itself. Remembering on our way in that it seems like a lot of the wildlife that used to exist here in the Scorched Grove has been pushed outwards in fear of the aspect that it walks this area, they don't feel safe, and so they've been moving ever outwards. At least that's the theory. So this gorse grove itself is is rather quiet, and you find yourself in the evening uh, able to, if you would like, use your nest charm um, and, you know, get some height and then take a long rest, and Eli can do their thing and whatever. You all go ahead and take a, a an uneventful night's rest. So go ahead and take all your stuff back up if you would like to. I know we already did the the short rest, but you know, I don't want to spoil anything in case we do end up running into something. Um it's uneventful. The watches go by without a problem. You feel as well rested though bruised um as you probably could in a time like this. The next day proceeds, lucky leading the way with some good eyes from Eli and Dagonet, you're able to pick out and skirt around what seem to be roving patrols of those magmen creatures. It looks like most of the bats, the ember bats tend to leave you alone or not even come near you, but the magmen seem to be out on some kind of a mission. They seem to move with purpose, but keeping ahead of them, keeping your eyes out. They're hard to miss, especially as you get to the closer portions of the greener areas of the Humblewood. You're able to skirt around them rather successfully. It is concerning, though, that they seem to, like before, be organized in some way. You're not sure what that would mean. Elemental creatures may be beyond your grasp, and even in talking to Oddwald... Kind of just shrugs his shoulders. The amount of research he had done about elementals really went up to the aspect and other types of summoned creatures. These, these beings seem to be pulled straight out of the ground rather than summoned magically in some way. And it's hard to tell what they're, what they might be doing, why they might be doing this. Another night passes. You decide that probably shouldn't push through the night, risk any exhaustion, just in case when you do get to the to Alderheart, just in case the aspect has already made their way all the way there. The next day comes, you push forward, and eventually find yourselves just outside the clearing of the great 
central tree of the humble wood. It's busy. Very busy. But no one seems panicked. Good sign. Everyone seems to be going about their jobs just as diligently as they were when you had left. The roots, it has only been a couple of days even, maybe almost it, it, almost a full week. And even now, you can see that the neighborhood of the roots has expanded. It's become larger. More and more families have been accommodated by all of this. It's really a feat of engineering as you're seeing it now, how it's been integrated into the already available pulley and elevator system of Humblewood. You see now, even as far as the, the branches go out, more systems have been added to lift and lower from the furthest reaches of the branches neighborhood as well. It's quite incredible. And people are good and happy and you are recognized a lot of the time. And they welcome you home. You feel somewhat like like heroes would. Like they come and clap you on the back. Some of them hand you food or flowers, and they praise you as the heroes of the wood. And you continue inwards and up the ever scary elevator for Dagonet, up to the main and central market area of the tree. What do you want to do? Lucky's definitely been taking every single thing anybody's been offering his way. Thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hard work being a hero. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. He's like got an arms full now of like stuff. And you're just like, All right, let me put this stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I wasn't gonna say no. It's rude. Oh, lucky. I'll just clap you on the back. Maybe one of the one or two of the things like yeah, of... like a croissant rolls onto the ground. Wait, 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 it's wait, wait, like, wait, wait, oh wait, god. Let me take my croissant. Sorry, I had to. I have to be quiet. <laughs> um my vote is the council yeah i can hang on to this stuff a little bit longer already it's important to tell him i agree mm. yeah i i think the council is uh our first order of business the See what you can stuff in my pockets. He's kind of pull out my shirt, <laughs> putting things like down into the breastplate and stuff like that. You know, just like getting it really Sho in there, sho shoving breadsticks in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Now we got snacks. Uh, to the council, it is. Uh, if we all remember how Alderheart is set up, the council is towards the top, the very top, the council plaza in the upper levels of Alderheart. And take the elevator all the way up and exit onto the plaza main. And it is busy. People here seem to be preparing for something. Uh, but you're not really sure what it is yet. 
the council chambers are, as they always are, guarded by two uh, two guards. One you always recognize, but I've never gotten the name of, recognizes you coming in. Ah, heroes. Welcome back. I suppose you want to speak to whoever's in. Yes, is that... I think... Uh, looks and sees Oddwell. He's like, ah, your brother's uh, not in. I'm not really sure where he is. Uh, I think... I think maybe only the speaker's here. I'll, I'll go check again. Oh, please, come in. You look... Honestly, you look right awful and covered in ash and blood and burns and... Tough week, huh? And it makes us look tougher, don't you think? Uh, yes, of, of course. I mean, and Pez, you you look uh, the toughest of, of, of everyone. Um, I've never seen such a tough-looking uh, Luma. I found so many more muscles. Well, look, I mean, flex your wing for me. Let, let's see how big they are. Well, I mean, I don't want you to be embarrassed or anything, you know. No, 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 no. I, I, I just I want to see what the hero's got. Well, prepare yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to keep my sleeves on, so hopefully create yeah, the yeah, illusion yeah, of yeah. having muscle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you keep the sleeves on and you flex it up. He goes, oh, uh, ah, oh, yeah. I, I am so happy that Alderhaunt is protected by heroes like you. Is he, is he pulling my leg? Roll me an insight check. 14? No, he's absolutely serious. He may be playing a joke with, like, the muscles and things like that, but the him saying he's happy to have heroes like you protecting, it seems sincere. We all have our part to play, citizen. You're doing he, great. He chuckles and opens the door and kind of shakes his head as the camera follows you guys. And he's, Anteroom's always where it is. Go and sit and wait. And he walks away. You have a moment to yourselves here uh, in the anteroom chamber. Is there anything that you guys would like to discuss before uh, meeting with whatever council uh, representative is available? What do, you, what do you think your brother is? Ah! Maybe home? But, I mean, you saw those the new lifts, right? He was in our, instrumental on the, the first ones. Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of work around here. I thought it was just weird that that's the one councilman they said that might not be here. Maybe, oh, hopefully, uh, just, hopefully he's not all well. Gerald, the guard, he knows me. Okay, okay, okay. Now I get it. Right. Now I get it. So I said my brother wasn't. Anyway, that my brother wasn't here. I assumed he knew it was me. I mean, I've known Gerald since I was growing up, and I you know, went to his house to play when we were kids, and you know, been a while, but seems nice, you know. Good guy, good guy. You know, he got in that guard life really early, and you know, really took to it. Really took to it. He's a uh, very good at um standing still for really long periods of time you know guard work mm, not my gig he's like trying to potentially slide a hand into this is i'm sorry into dagonet's uh armor to get a cookie or something <laughs> sure do you want to contest that at all <laughs> No? Okay. Lucky definitely grabs a cookie. Our camera obviously goes down, like, bottom up, looking at Dagonet's pockets, and Lucky slipping a cookie out and surreptitiously eating it. 
Yeah, yeah, me either. I'm uh, more of a raise the dead kind of guy, you know? Really? Really. Yeah. <sighs> yep. <sighs> Anything else you guys would like to discuss? Sorry about yelling at you again. I still feel bad about Oh, uh... Sorry. And, like, pretending to be you and some other stuff. It was weird. You were me the entire fight. And, like, you never dropped the disguise once, which is really impressive. It takes a lot of skill, you know. Yeah, I didn't know you were that skilled in magic. Oh, I'm skilled in all sorts of things, you know, so I'll just add that to your list. I guess that's why you're heroes, and I was the loser, and you were the winner, and I was the one in manic. Wait. Put the manacles on me really quick. Put them on. Put them on. Man, how did we forget this when we were walking into the city? Unbelievable. It's like we, it's like time just happened. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> saved. Um, anything else you guys would like to discuss before proceeding? No, no, no. Okay. The speaker, Beta, enters the room wearing these kind of long, flowing uh, purple robes. She's rather... Elegant. Go ahead and show you to her. Show you to her. Show her to you again, just in case you forgot what her little plumed head looked like. That's the speaker. That's Beto right there. Yeah. Very bright Luma. Um. I'm just... <clears throat> I heard that the uh, heroes of Alderhot have returned. Is seems that you are covering all of my things with your. Very dirty bodies, but I am glad to see you in good health. Um, what news? Well, uh, we, as you know, have been working on the um, aspect issue, and uh, it turns out that the Borealis is very much real. Um, we have it. I, I think. Oh, where is it then? I I don't see it amongst you or your things. I think. Like you like un shoulders yeah. the bag and hands it I've... over to Eli. Yeah, and Eli will pull it out and uh, get all chilly. As soon as you pull it out, you feel your paws numbing as you grasp it from the interior space. A gust of wind takes through the entire room. Papers are scattered everywhere. Frost and freeze and wind start blowing around, howling for 30 feet around you in all directions. Okay, okay, we're getting to put this, put this away, put this away! We'll put it away. We watch as like it's very it's like the in the Harry Potter scene where all the mail's coming in, there's just papers floating down all over the place. <sighs> well, I suppose that's the Borealis then. <laughs> I hope it does more than just make wind. We have a feeling it'll do the trick. Um, but that being said, we should mobilize the perch garden, mount an organized assault, really. Hmm. Yes, I will call together the captains of the guard and the rest of the council members, and we shall uh, discuss the best plan of, of action. 
it seems that you all are in need of uh, rest. <laughs> Looking a little rough. I mean, my hero's bright and and shiny. I mean, if you hang out in the fire plains for a couple of days, you're gonna you're gonna get a little gross. Right. But I also don't take my grossness into other people's homes and then sit on their furniture and... Looks over at Lucky, who's got, like, their boots probably propped up on the table and whatever. Oh, their feet on the table. We, we brought you the, the stick, so, I mean... Yes, I understand, but please, this is a place of business and... I will let you know when I've called everything together. We have some others that are planning to join us very soon, and I don't want to begin without them. Now, she looks over at Oswald. He wasn't any trouble, was he? Quite the opposite. Oh, good. I thought a villain such as him would be... A detriment to this, but we did just need that brain of his. I'm right here. You can, like, talk to me like I'm in the room with you and... So, uh, now what do we do with him? We'd like him to come with us. Come with you? To your place of residence? You're the inn, I believe, have full cup store? The assault. Oh! Oh! Um... Sure, I suppose... And at this point, I think this is when Oddwald kind of stands up, and he puts his hands down firmly under the table. He takes a deep breath in. He goes, I do have a plan. But I'm going to need help and a little bit more time to hash it out. I've been thinking on it for a couple of days on the way back. Thankfully, we had very good trackers. I didn't have to keep an eye on. I could just do some thinking. Um, I've almost got it. But the Borealis, I think, I think we've got, we've got a thing. We can do this. But I do need a couple of days. Hopefully just, just one. But I, I need a chalkboard, um, some of my books, uh, maybe my brother as well. Does have the other biggest brain here in Alderheart. <laughs> well, I might not have the mind to match your intellect, but anything I can do to help, I'm with you. Yes, actually. Um, get me Teva. And, uh, the other one. Uh, Havel, right? Inseparable, those two. Uh, yes. Give me both of them. I've heard Havel is rather adept. And magic, and, well, Teva's got the nature mind, right? Good. I will need both of them. And my brother, and, oh goodness, uh, the seer. Bring me Susan, and, so who else? He looks up at Speaker Beaton. Can you get me Winsworth? She gives like a small smile. He's already on his way. He should be arriving tonight. Ravain. What about him? Can we get Ravain as well? 
A whole contingent are coming. You'll have Ravain. You'll have Winsworth. <sighs> You'll have a couple of others as well. There's quite a lot coming from the tower. But they'll be in late tonight. Good. I'll be up all night anyways. Um, send them to the estate. I'll have my brother meet me there. And you, and she, he points to you. Round them up, send them. Send them. Oh, goodness, I am. This is going to be a lot. Send them to the Ebonheart estate, and, uh... I'll figure it out from there. And then you... You're all going to need to rest. This is going to be a long couple of days. Alright. Let's get Good. to work. Excellent. Claps his hands together. Bita goes, uh, Gods, please take Oddwell to the Ebonheart estate. Um, they come in and they're, they're going to take him. No one's really like manhandling him anymore at this point but it's more as like a sense of decorum and like they promised his brother and you know, they have to keep you know people can't think that a necromancer is wandering around free in all their heart right now right and you are given free reign speaker beat a nazi thank you again for all of your assistance here and all the heart i don't know what we would do without you I feel like the rest of the realm could probably use your assistance too. But, you know, one earth-shattering cataclysm at a time. <laughs> oh, I need to get the maids. And she turns and leaves the room. What do you guys want to do? Well, it is uh, probably time for a, for a bath. Maybe a, a good start, so... Yeah. I wonder if they still got a space reserved at the, uh... A full cup. No, she mentioned it, but, you know... The bed's very busy too, right? Yeah, we can go check. Okay. Okay. You guys are gonna head to the half full cup. And you do so. Uh, easily enough, obviously. It's very busy out here, but um, you return to the half-full cup, and you enter, and a familiar face greets you. Giles Abbard, innkeeper of the half-full cup, has apparently returned from uh, wherever they were. Gives you a brisk nod. It's very busy at the bar at the moment, serving drinks, food, and or otherwise. Uh, it seems that maybe his daughter is out and he is doing all of these serving and cleanup duties, and it seems that he's also cooking at the same time, and there's a lot of things going on here. Where are you in? <laughs> I underwent some weird vocal cord surgery. And now my voice happens to be different. I am also very busy. But healthy again. Do you need anything? Uh, is our room uh, still available? Yes, yes. Your keys you should still have. And it's been paid for. And it's... Yes. Wide open and clean. Uh, do you have some uh, 
help to have uh, some baths uh, drawn up? No, but... Starts counting on his paws, looks around. You should have some in about 20 minutes. Oh, that is fine. I can uh, have some beer while, while uh, we wait. Good. Uh, corner booth is open. Sound very fancy. Congratulations. Thank you. Turns out I had uh, something going on in my throat and they had to cut it out. Um, I'm glad it healed up nicely. Modern medicine. Lucky's already shuffling in the booth. He's just like, hey. Uh, yeah, you all order drinks and food and otherwise? Yeah, uh, and and so you do and you spend your time uh, here at the half full cup um, Anything you guys want to like talk about internally here you are alone Alone for the first time in quite a while just the group I have a feeling like it's, it's been a lot the last couple of days, so I feel like Lucky might small talk conversation or whatever, but I mean, at the moment, it's just kind of like readjusting his mindset of being like, oh, we're actually safe. Like, there's not going to be some fire snake. There's not going to be some gargoyle or treant or fire bat or fire or whatever. He's just kind of like, okay, normal, normal existence again. Okay. Right. What if we accidentally make the forest all icy instead of all fiery and it just goes the opposite direction and then we just doom everybody anyway? Now, Okar said if we keep it in the fire, it should prevent something like that. So I'm assuming that this will all balance out. Hopefully. Maybe we just tie a rope around it and then just, you know, if it goes bad, just pull it back out. I, I'm not sure that would work. I don't think Steve's fireproof. Chain? We can figure it out. I mean, more importantly, we could definitely ask Teva, you know, about it. I don't think Teva's fireproof. No, no, not, oh, no, no, no. I mean, about whether it's going to work or not, you know, like what he thinks. Uh, based on what we now know. What you get to ask him about your seed rock thing, my bob, you know? Yeah. I've decided his name is Francis. What happened to Sprigheart? Oh no, it's Sprigheart! Oh my gosh, okay, what how about Sprigheart Francis? Sprigheart, oh well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sprigheart well. Francis. Oh. <laughs> one, of the, one of those, we'll figure it out. Whatever comes out naturally. It's your rock. Or Sprig, <laughs> yeah, it's your Um, as your conversation maybe dwindles a lot of time together and maybe exhausted maybe some food is like pushed around a plate not fully eaten or the drinks are had 
eventually, Giles does let you know that the baths that are available have been drawn, and uh, you are allowed to use them. Uh, for sake of expediency, all four of them ready to go for everyone involved that wants them. Yeah. Uh, and you can go and uh, have yourselves a bath. This one being a little less weird than the last one some of you guys had uh, on on stream. Bathing on stream, whatever. Uh, at the Avium, uh, there's no skeletons running around uh, handing you things. So that's... That's good. Lucky's like... Lucky's like, he's just like... Yeah, like quick bathes. Yeah, yeah, just enough to get, like, the blood and gore off. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. all the cool. ash and things. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Dagonite's doing a full soak. <laughs> Gonna might, hang out for a while. Might doze off a little bit. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I imagine Dagonite brought up a drink when they went to the bath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's probably good. Tub beer is best beer. All right. Um, yeah, I think this is... I, what, is there anything else that you guys want to do here in Alderheart? I mean, it, it kind of brings you to the end of your, quote, day here. Um, but is there anything else you want to accomplish in Alderheart post-bathing? Yeah, I, I don't know when Tever and Havel were expected at the Evanheart Manor, but if it was tonight, I would do it tonight. But if it's tomorrow, I would do it tomorrow. Uh, Oddwald had said tonight. Okay. Yeah, so I think once Eli cleans himself up, he'd go to the Tender's Hall to relay the message. Yeah, that brand new Tender's Hall that you can go to now. Exactly. Yeah, so Eli, you'll make your way over there and you will find both Tever and Havel uh, working. The last week has gone well. The place looks pretty good. There's like a gathering area downstairs. The fireplace is up and running. The stones have been replaced. There's tables and chairs and things. Um, it looks like the main hall area has also been doubling as a place to uh, eat. There's just like long picnic style tables and benches that are sitting there and some, and you note some tenders that you've not seen before that are here in the area. Uh, some of them having some supper as it is uh, towards the, the later afternoon evening area now. Uh, but both Tever and Havel can be found there uh, in the in the hall. Uh, when you see them, of course, Tever and and both greet you warm heartedly. Uh, if anyone else is there with Eli, just let me know. But Tever, you you are back. You're back. Welcome, welcome, welcome home. Um, did you did you get my messages? We did. Yes, they were extremely helpful. We Good. uh, we found it. You found it. A little the frog statue and then and then the trials inside what are they like what are they like i haven't heard about this in years we'll uh we can talk about it um later but right now you're needed both of you are needed at the uh at the ebonheart manor ebonheart manor why why would havel walks up and well, what would be at the Ebonheart Manor, Eli? Why? Well, we're mounting an assault on 
B aspect and Oddwald and his brother and a few other brat minds, yours included, are needed. Tever's eyes are just wide. Havel is nodding somewhat understandingly. Kind of like he expected this. We will go. And thank you for letting us know. Come on. Ever, uh, let's grab our bags then. Looks like we're going to spend the night in a mansion. They go, they go, and they go to pack their things. Tever gives you another big hug as much as he can with the spines in the way. So happy you're back. I'll need to do something fun after this is all over. Absolutely. Goes and runs up the stairs to go get their things. And uh, yeah, you're able to do that. Um, I think very similarly in that Susan is, is able to be taken from her tent after she's done doing some kind of timey-wimey weird stuff with the little ball and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and she goes and with some direction on where the Ebonheart Estate is, she will find her way there. Um, I don't know who else. Was there anyone else that I said that you guys would need to go get that's here? Tever Havel and yep, that's it. Um, so you've done your due diligence. What else would you like to do here in Alderheart? What time is it roughly? Well, if you went with Eli, by the time it's over from gathering everyone, it will be like early evening, almost night. Um, but if you don't, you have that interim time that Eli went to go get the people to go to the Oddball Estate. So it's up to you. I think Pez would have gone by this one guy and just say hi to her parents and let her know that everything's fine. We're alive. Yes. They are very grateful for this. And of course, wrap you up in big hugs and talk about how you guys need to have dinner there at some point in time. But of course, the fate of Alderheart is in your hands. So obviously, they're going to let you go do things that you need to go do. And um, is there anything in specific that you wanted to talk with them about, or are you just letting them know that you're alive? Just letting them know, and also we, we just should go on a vacation after all this is done, because we need a vacation. Somewhere by yeah. the water. Yeah, you're dead. As I say, I say, I heard, I heard there's a lot of things going on in Salter's Port these times of year, and uh, good things about the coast, and invigoration, and the air, and the salts, and... The adventure's out on the Gaspard Isles, and, well, I'd like to see it for myself. My chair just... That would be great! Oh my gosh! I hear there are things, like, with, with some little, like, like little, small little houses on boats, and I hear maybe you can, like, borrow one of those for some money, and oh my gosh, it'd be a great time. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so Salter's Port, maybe, at some point in time. Um... What else? Eli has gone to go get people. Dagonet was doing a soak. Dagonet, are you doing anything else? He's going to have a very big meal. He's going to mm -hmm. get the latest journal newspaper and have one very early night in a very comfortable bed. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Lucky, what about you? Uh, I feel like when Pez was like, ah, I'm going to go like see my parents or whatever. Like he's like, wait, 
So he kind of takes it on himself to like stay at the inn slash tavern and like regale people about the story, maybe embellishing a little bit about what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And eventually you're plopped up onto the little stage that Pez had performed at previously and like and, and you're it was Yeah, getting it into the street. gargoyles and the tree and the lava and these fire, and the fire traps. <laughs> everywhere talking about how you like almost floated across all of them without nimble you were mm. yeah absolutely and they're eating it up as soon as anyone realizes that the heroes of alderheart are staying here again yeah the place gets packed out due to lucky's uh embellishing rousing uh, you know the story the story that has become uh the heroes of alderheart and it's uh ever-growing legend has swept across humblewood itself um Eventually, though, you guys do find your way all back to the half-full cup and to your warm, comfortable beds. Nothing special, but much better than the ground you have been sleeping on or the upper portions of your magical treetop that you've been utilizing for the last week or so. To have a restful sleep. Eventually... The morning comes. You go downstairs for maybe a morning breakfast or a bacon, egg, and sandwich or beer. It is an inn in the somewhat magical Middle Ages, and hey, you know, it's the thing you do. You note things outside in the road. The city is a bustle with life, and people are moving with purpose. Some have bags packed slung over their shoulder, large backpacks carried wagons full of belongings, children carrying stuffed animals as many as they can carry, and they're all heading towards the elevators down, or the stairs if they can make it to them, the ramps. The inn is quiet and empty. Save for one person. The Dean, Winsworth, sits at the bar. Back to you, sipping on Looks to be like maybe an orange. He turns as you all make your way downstairs, ready to start your next adventuring day. Noting that you see the commotion outside and he gives you a nod. He gestures to the table in front of him and says, Sit, please. Please do sit. Um, Oddwald was going to come and greet you and let you know what is going on and the plan thereof, but it has come to me because there are some final calculations that must be done, and truly only Oddwald is capable of doing them. Sit. The aspect must still be weakened for us to accomplish what needs doing. You are the only ones that have seen its immense size, and if your stories are to be believed, which of course we do. We will need to utilize the old conjuration circle to 
bring it to a bearable size. This means an immense amount of magical energy will need to be used. Myself and Oddwald, his brother, and every other magic user that we can of rank that we can possibly grab for this, we have. And we will head to the Conjuration Circle. With some of your protection, some of the Perch Guard's protection, and with some hope. There is more to this plan, but I think it's best that we head to the Council Plaza. The speaker is going to give an address, and then we shall convene to the chambers to detail it out with everyone that will be involved. I've really just been come to, or sent to collect you. It's coming. It's been sighted, and it has reached further into the wood than it ever has before. Now is the time, or Alderheart will fall. And he gives you a nod. Says, join me up in the plaza when you are ready. I will let the speaker know to give you a little bit of time to prepare yourselves. It is good to see you again, and <sighs> may luck be with us this day. He places his empty orange juice glass down on the table and gives you all a nod and leaves with a swirl of his long, flowing robes. What would you like to do? How much time do we have? I gotta, I gotta make sure that my parents are getting out. What, what's going? Is it an evacuation? What's going on? What is this? I mean, I, I, if he's making an address, then maybe that maybe they're all headed there and um, figure out where to go. Maybe there's a plan that he's gonna, you know, for everybody to go together to evacuate together. Or something. I'm. It's a lot. Well, I'm uh, I'm sure that uh, in terms of evacuating the city, that uh, you know that is in good hands of the of the council. And in that, uh, perhaps they might go to the mountains. Uh, you know, with uh, with our old uh, friend up there. But uh, well, we we knew that uh, this was a uh, a possibility that uh, it would be. Making its way to to Alderhart. Today is the day. Yeah, I think I definitely think there's a need for urgency. So, and he's gonna like chug whatever his beverage is and be like, <clears throat> "We should go." Yep. Okay. And so you do. As you exit the half-full cup, you note that people are closing shops. Others are filling city gates with hastily packed bags and families in tow. But others are heading upwards towards the canopy. It seems that news of the address from the speaker has gotten out and people are interested, curious, and need to know what the plan is, at least as far which they're going to be told. 
There's an emergency meeting for all of the citizenry, as you come to find out. Now some of them are already leaving. But you know where you need to go. You head upwards with a large crowd of Alderheart citizens. The council chambers and the plaza itself have been absolutely crowded to capacity. Some people are literally hanging from branches, filling up every available spot. You see some on balconies and roofs and otherwise. Everyone seems to be waiting. In this sea of faces, you see a lot of people, old friends and new. The Dean, of course. Oddwald, Havel, Tever, Susan, Benesaradin, Riffin the Ash Knight, Eliza, Corey, and his mother from the Half-Full Cup, the proprietor, Giles Abbott, and his daughter, Mother Earl of Fairview of the Temple of Hanera, the artisan, Jerry Pebbles, Agent, that one adventurer that Lucky told to go be an adventurer after telling them a story, Gina of Gina's Gems, whether you like her or not, Tormund Threes of the Alderheart Symphony, Luigi the Baker, Pez's parents, Becca and Bo, Exert Ratcliffe of the Crown Cormorant, and even Kenna Brightspark has eventually found her way. Alderheart. The citizens are nervous and whispering amongst themselves. Some say they saw an intense orange glow far off in the forest. Others are nervously saying that Alderheart's under attack. Some are worried the council will call for an evacuation. A contingent of the Spears, a specialized guard regiment for the council and some of the higher-ups in Alderheart, escort members of the council onto the platform. Vita, of course, Munder, Bricio, Hilly, and Arton are all up there together. Vita steps forth from the ranks as the others take a seat on the podium behind her. It seems to be a prepared stage for this moment. A hush falls over the crowd. She reaches the podium. My fellow citizens, we have received a dire report from the watchposts. The elemental creature that so recently arose from beneath our wood now makes its way toward Alderheart. Some of the citizens begin to mutter or cry out in despair. Some panic begins to happen somewhat over to the right of you. Others are silent or shuffling or hugging their children tighter to them. But it definitely has started some commotion that the speaker has stopped for. You want to try and calm the crowd. Okay. Um... Who would like to? Like he's going to kind of nudge Pez and be like, it might be uncomfortable, but they all like you. So. I mean, I, I can 
sing a song and make some flashing lights. Uh, I'm just gonna, if Hez is gonna try to just, uh, just be like this, just hear her out, you know, calm down, it's fine. With a, a bit of magical enhancement to your voice, roll me a persuasion check at advantage because you and your friends are known as heroes amongst the people. A 27. Yeah, I think that might fly. The people immediately around you seem to take in that you're who you are for the first time. Everyone had been so focused on the council that people had forgotten that maybe you had come back. And so even the panic-stricken ones, the ones with the crying children, the ones that are despairing in silence, take heart because their heroes are here. The crowd quiets again. After Vita speaks up, she smiles as she sees you group in the crowd, Dagonet's shining armor in the morning light. Oh, good. Thank you. <sighs> Recently, we have faced many hardships. The flames that ravaged the wood have threatened to tear our communities apart. Yet, we still stand. We are not bird folk and humble folk, or perch dwellers and forest dwellers. We are the people of Humblewood. Since its creation, Alderheart was meant to stand as a symbol of our unity. And perhaps we had lost our way since those early days, but... And she looks around, noting that Benesaradin is there, off to the side of the stage, and she looks towards you and the new contingents of humble folk that are serving within the Perch Guard. There is still a chance for a brighter future. However, in order to obtain it, we must stand together now. I implore each and every citizen of Humblewood, not as your council speaker, but as a fellow resident of this wood, we must defend each other, and we must defend the Humblewood. It is the only home we have. Someone in the crowd begins to cheer. Who's to say who it is? But our camera does indeed find them. It's Pez's parents. And the cheer is taken up by the bird folk and the humble folk as it begins to multiply. And that is where we're going to end our 29th episode. Thank you everyone for being here tonight with us. This has been the penultimate episode of our Diefall Alderheart game. Next week will be... This makes me sad. The last and final game uh, of Diefall Alderheart. The confrontation with the elemental itself we've been building up to for these 90 some odd hours of game time and show time. It all comes to a head next week. Thank you guys so much for being here this evening. We're going to do some shout outs and then... Uh, we're going to call it a night and maybe do a, a nice tear-filled post-show. <sighs> uh, Rob, let's do yours first so you can do it quickly and quietly. Where can the people find you on the internet, my friend? 
Oh god, uh, in England allegedly. Um, you can find me at Bonus Day Drob on Twitter and social media, and you can find me at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore rob. I, I don't know what that schedule looks like yet. It's, you know what, plan was get here and then figure it out later. Um, keep an eye on Twitter. I, I'm yep. sure I'll have some update eventually. Uh, tomorrow I'll be on twitch.tv slash encounter roleplay at 3 p.m. Eastern for a uh, Apocalypse World campaign um, called Diesel Punks. Super fun show. And then Sunday I will be at twitch.tv slash game nights. Uh, that's game with two G's and nights with a K. And that's at 4 p.m. Eastern for a Monster of the Week campaign. Also super duper fun show. And... I'm gonna go cuddle a snoring dog after this. So, good night. It's a very good plan. Thank you, Rob. Uh, the Lady May, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and, you know, Twitch occasionally, every now and then. Uh, you know, Lady May, same as, uh, same everywhere. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yep <laughs> thanks for playing tonight Meg. i do appreciate it maliveth where can the people find you on the internets i am maliveth uh i was on a break but i came back and i'm gonna stream on twitch again uh it was like a 12 day break so it wasn't anything long but you know uh twitch uh i don't know what i'm doing probably drawing stuff uh, usually drawing stuff and then twitter yep you can find the drawing stuff also on Twitter. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Thank you very much for playing tonight, Malaveth, and welcome back. Miss Simply Jackson, where can the people find you at? Hi. Hi. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore JXN. And no underscore on Twitter. Just simply JXN. Lately, it's just hot takes. Of hot takes. That's about hot it. What are your what are your hot takes? Wait, tell me one hot take. Uh, one hot positive take. or negative hot take. One here's from the wise world of five years of streaming. Simply, everybody's different. Accept it. Move on. That is a that is a fantastic hot take. Cool. I like that one. <laughs> Thank you very much for playing this evening. Thank you. <sighs> That's it for us, guys. Diefall Alderheart, episode 29. The penultimate episode of our long and wonderful adventure. We will see you, hopefully, next week for the finale. And until then, later. Hey, guys. Once again, thank you so much for joining us on Diefall Alderheart, episode 29. Oh, it was a good one today. If you'd like to support us directly, you can head on over to patreon.com slash diefall. Uh, and there are a couple of different things that come along with it. The post show is one of the biggest ones that uh, we do here and record it after every show um, to get the inner monologue, essentially, of our characters and our players about what's going on, as well as answering questions from patrons uh, during that time. 
Additionally, if you would like to suggest NPC names, that is one of the lower tiers, you can have an NPC name that is put into a hat, and then I use it for any of the NPCs that I need to, that I come across in any of our different shows. Again, thank you guys for being here this evening. I do appreciate it. Um, I really am looking forward to our finale. This has been a wonderful show. You guys have been a wonderful audience. And, you know, we'll see how it ends and what's next for...